0: about it tv 2 you're gonna scream and shout it tv Two, just sit back and relax it's your favorite 90s cartoon podcast
1: tv Two, what's up bitches wow yeah it's good energy wow yeah
2: <laughs> and now i'm gonna bring it down uh, <laughs> welcome back to tv tunes for another week uh we are joined again by uh super guest uh, who's super been here. friend, super friend. Thank you
1: so yes. much. That means a lot. <laughs> yeah. I almost picked the episode <laughs> where they did the super friends again. Mm, There's an episode uh... called Ultimen. Where they take the classic roster of the Super Friends, the characters who were never in the comic books but were on the but Super Friends, the, like yeah. the Wonder Twins. Yeah. Yes. And there's an episode where a new crop of superheroes show up. They're like government sponsored, I think from Cadmus or something. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And they are like they have Wonder Twin powers. And this other person, like the leader, is like this Asian character who has like samurai. Was oh the God. was the Asian guy on Super Friends? And one of them kind of looks like Black Lightning, and he's like he's called Juice, but he's kind of like the Black Vulcan type. So like this sounds because, familiar because <laughs> the Super Friends had those like those sort of quota characters that were, like, different ethnicities that were not even... Some of them weren't from comics. Some, like, El Dorado was one of them. So (laughs) the Justice League Unlimited... I almost picked the Super Friends episode, but then instead decided to go with the really sad Solomon Grundy one.
0: Ooh, Solomon Uh, Grundy. Yes. You guys
2: will recognize that nerding out
1: as Hector Navarro. Oh, yeah. Hey, man.
2: Thank you so much for having me back.
1: Thank you for coming on again. It's been a busy week for me, Uh huh. and I was so looking forward to tonight. Hell yeah, dude. Because, Thank you. Because you asked me to come back, you're like, pick a cartoon, whatever. But, you know. And I was like, uh, okay. I've recently been kind of doing more of a, of a deep dive into DC Comics. It's a thing that I've loved since I was a kid, since I was five years old. And really, my first exposure to everything was Batman the Animated Series. Same. Right? Yep. And then on the Marvel side, Same. I remember watching like X-Men and then Spider-Man the Animated Series. And then the comics came after. Yep. Yeah. And the thing that is, I keep going back to... <clears throat> was it like I was spoiled because the cartoons in, in, in so many ways, and this is not to diss the comics because the comics are great. I love them. Yeah. This thing we're talking about tonight, there are specific things pulled from like whole issues of like, yeah. no, we're just going to do the man who has everything. Yeah. Right? The Alan Moore story. But, mm-hmm. but man, the cartoons just did it right. They did yeah. it right, and I and I and people are obsessed with cinematic universes today in movies. Mm-hmm. And I still will say, I'm like, I love the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's so great, the greatest cross franchise shared universe ever. Still to this day, is the DC animated universe mm. that started with Batman the animated series, went through Superman the animated series, went through Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. Static Shock was considered a part That's of it. Right. The Zeta Project Zeta for a Project. second, for one season, or however long it lasted. Um, certain like direct-to-video movies, Batman Beyond, Return of the Joker. I think Superman. DC direct-to-video was it. yes.
2: It's all. It's the one thing
1: that has not suffered yeah. while their live-action has gone to shit. <laughs> and yeah. then all the way through Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. And of all of those shows, I was like, I love Batman Beyond. I could have picked five episodes from that, but I wanted to. to I just wanted to rewatch these because these. Episodes in particular are, like, the culmination of these storytellers, like, honing their craft to be, like, how do we tell a good superhero cartoon? Yeah. And they've got it to a, they got it down to such a freaking science with these episodes that then they hit you with the emotion. Then they hit you with, like, the, like, so earned continuity yeah. of, oh, we're calling back, we're hearkening back to a thing from 1993. Watch. Mm-hmm. And it's 2006. And you're like, fuck. Like, it's just, it's so earned and so great. Yeah. And so these 5 episodes of Justice League Unlimited are like my favorite. I
0: think what you said is is a cool way to think about it. I think you're right in saying that like they they were thinking about what stories they're telling as yes. opposed mm-hmm. to just like what's the logistics. A, what's a cool action thing to do, yes, you know? What yeah. I mean? Because
1: because when they did Batman, people were asking what's next, and then the logical thing for them was Superman. Yep. It was a bummer that something like a Wonder Woman cartoon show was like never on the table. Yeah, yeah right. And then, and then even I with feel their like now, it would be huge. <sighs> It'd be great. <sighs> and it's like I'm waiting. Let's <laughs> let's do it now, yeah. right? But then, like after Batman and Superman, they still got studio notes that were okay. But can you do a teenage Batman? Yeah. And that mm-hmm. led to Batman Beyond because the, the storytellers are like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Like that's not who Batman is at all." But what if? There was a new character, and what mm. if it's in the future, and it, we can bring back Kevin Conroy, and we can do Old Man, Batman, and all this great shit. Mm-hmm. And then after it was in Batman Beyond, they tested out the idea of Justice League because everyone was asking them, are you guys going to do the Justice League, the Justice League of America? Yeah. And they were, they were afraid, essentially, with like there's too many characters. We have never done action sequences like that. Like it's just a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of Batman Beyond, they introduced like the future Justice League. I remember that. Just to like with like the future Superman and then like the little Green Lantern kid, the bald kid, yeah, and then like right. Warhawk, Aqua Girl, some other characters. Basically just to test out like can we do this? Like logistically, can we do a bunch of superheroes flying around fighting? It's like a whatever?
0: backdoor future pilot. It was. <laughs> so once
1: they did it and they were like, they looked at the results and they went, Oh, I think we can do this. Uh-huh. they went basically right to Justice League.
0: I don't think I remembered that Justice League came after Batman Begins. Yes. Yeah, it wow. did. That's yeah. pretty cool that they went back.
1: Yeah, and ke- and kept bringing back because like Batman Beyond is essentially a what if story. Yeah. But mm-hmm. for me, they did such a good job with it. And then the way that they included it in Justice League Unlimited, I'm like that shit's canon to me. Yeah. I'm like that's what's going to end up happening and it's so impactful and like it it just uh it's so earned and it's so cool. Yeah. Oh man. Hey can we give the guy who did um uh
2: fucking Blade Runner twenty forty nine Batman Beyond. <laughs> oh man <It> he <laughs> would be would, good. That would be dope. <laughs> Batman, that would be great. Batman Beyond
0: is a good example of of like uh of life, giving you lemons and making lemonade. Totally, like a studio totally. note of yep. like, what about making a teenage Batman? And which is totally that actually makes, works. misses the mark. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. like a hundred percent. Fuck you for giving me that note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like a team of cool, creative people yeah. were like, actually, we could do something awesome with it, and it yeah. was awesome. Yeah, and it was awesome. I and, loved it. And the mm-hmm. way
1: that they incorporated it back into Justice League Unlimited, just like again, just makes it like, it's. Just, I'm like, that's to me what the DC universe will turn into no matter what yeah you know? do we
0: want to jump into epilogue now i don't feel like we have to go in order no we don't we don't have to let's yeah. okay from... okay listen you lead
1: the you lead the way on this uh, so <laughs> i picked uh five episodes the, 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 that made us cry the fourth <laughs> one i picked was so justice league unlimited was different because the first two seasons of justice league because there were so many characters and because to them mm-hmm. it's so epic each thing was a two-parter so each right. story was like, you know, okay. th- this part one, this part two, this part one, this part two, because they were just, they're figuring out all the characters. Justice League Unlimited was, let's do a couple of years of like a time jump, and the roster just blows it out. It's, it's like every character, crazy. it's crazy. Insanity to insanity. They've w- got the watchtower, they, you know. I've never watched this. Yes, Which is surprising. And you've seen Uh, some of it. I had
0: seen a handful. Um, I think I had seen more of Justice League than Justice League Unlimited.
1: Okay, cool, Mm -hmm. cool, cool. So what the hell did you guys think after watching these five episodes? Oh,
0: great. Yeah. like There were moments where I was like, oh, yeah, I definitely have seen this episode Mm -hmm. before. But there were also, like, I don't think I'd seen that Booster Gold episode. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, And as we said off mic, Mm -hmm. uh, I had seen Epilogue but had kind of forgotten about it. And it's such a good... Uh, connective tissue to yeah. all of the Batman stuff that DC Animation has been doing. Yeah, that it, it's it's essential and and a shame that I had forgotten about. Yeah, that.
2: I had only seen Epilogue in uh, like the one scene with Ace in memes. Mm. Uh, like I had just seen it. I had just seen it online. And I'm uh, just like. Wow. Uh, hey, remember that time that Batman sat with a dying girl? And I'm just like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, what mm-hmm. is this? I always knew that I would love it, but I mean, there's so much out there. There it's is hard to <sighs> listen. We're not all Hector Navarro, who has a list of everything he needs to watch. And yeah, can I do.
1: I do have that. Uh, I wish
2: I had that and was as dedicated to it. But... So
1: them going from a two-parter to like each episode with whatever characters they want to touch on, they were all also just one contained. Self-contained, like twenty-two minute. You know, this yeah. is the whole thing. And on top of that, they sh- they like shorten down each season. So Justice League Unlimited is like, I don't know how many episodes. What's thirteen times three? Like, like somewhere 39? in there. Somewhere in there. 39? But so how each, did I season, get math? each season, each <laughs>
0: season. How do I get math? Yeah. How
1: did I get math? I don't know, but that's impressive. Thank you. You know, first season's only, only thirteen, 13 episodes. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. For each thing. So um, like I have the Blu-rays, and each season is a disc. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah. they squeeze all 13 on there. So this episode, Epilogue, is the finale of season two, which is important to note that, well, first of all, it was written by Bruce Tim, like mm-hmm. he co-wrote it, with the late, great Dwayne McDuffie, who, who spearheaded so much of this franchise towards the end of it. And he's a phenomenal writer, a great comic book writer as well. And he passed away years ago. And I remember just like me being the animation nerd that I was, like that mm-hmm. hit me hard because I'm like, this is Dwayne McDuffie, this dude. You know, took all of the, like, 50 years of comic book continuity and just streamlined it into the most perfect, distilled, like, oh, you don't know anything about Booster Girl? Here's a 22-minute episode that now he'll be, like, your favorite character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, But it was written by Dwayne and Bruce Tim, directed by Dan Reba, uh, aired in 2005. Now, they thought this was going to be the... They didn't think they were going to get another season after this. Crazy. So this was going to be their series finale for Justice League, but also it works as a finale to all of the DC animated universe. There's references wow. to Mask of the Phantasm because yep. the Phantasm That's shows right. up. right.
0: I forgot about that. As
1: she's like the assassin she that pops Amanda in and Waller... she's
0: like, hey, I, I, no dice. No di- <laughs>
1: I know, because she, she learns the lesson of, yeah. you know, we can't do this. If Batman's going to teach us anything, like, be good. Was Terry in anything else in this Ye- before? Yes, he was in one episode of again i think it was i think it was season 1 of justice league unlimited where it was like i think it was called the once in future thing where it was another crossover they had an older static shock okay you know mm-hmm. phil lamar is voicing him as like an older man with like gray hair like gray dreads you know like so they mm-hmm. went into the future and there's a scene where terry McGinnis... Was talking to old Bruce Wayne and then like current age Bruce Wayne Batman. Oh, wow. And then Terry, like, guys, we should do this. And they both are like, not now. Like, they both say that to him. And he's like, that's weird. <laughs> All right. So it was a great, so he was a part of the thing, but uh, this but, is so Batman Beyond Central. But you never
2: got like a dedicated episode, is what you're saying. This is it, basically. This okay. is it. Yes. That's weird. That's weird to me that like they think that their season, fin- their mm-hmm. series finale. Is like not having having like one character Mm -hmm. essentially Batman, yeah, yeah, and not having like paying service to anybody else except like oh, you go and talk to Superman now because
1: yeah because Uh, he's because he started it all yeah because again the other things that's that's crazy about this is at the end when Batman Beyond the sort of older Terry is flying through the sky it's the first time you hear the. Batman animated yeah. series theme done for Terry McGinnis for the first time. The yeah. dun, 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 So he's like fucking earned it. Yeah. And then as he flies by the cop car, you hear somebody go, what was that? And that's Kevin Conroy. And mm-hmm. he was one of the first voices, if not the first, that you hear in the first episode of Batman, the animated series. He played a cop uh-huh. as like a man bat. Flew by. It was oh, on leather oh. wings. Was the, So the, the whole thing is just uh, a callback. That's cool. The that's whole great. that's what the whole thing is. I forgot
0: that on leather wings is yes. the first Batman animated series. It's not episode. an origin,
1: right? It's it's Manbat. A crazy, Man crazy way to start. Totally. Yeah. Which Balls episode the, was that? It's the one with Manbat and Kirk Where he's just takes the you know, and then okay. it's
0: kind of awesome because like the episode starts with like yeah you see like the shadow of wings in in the sky and you're mm-hmm. like oh cool we it's, see Batman, I'm watching immediately. Batman and it's Man-Bat but yeah, yeah. it's it's Man-Bat and you're mm-hmm. like what am I watching <laughs> yeah it's pretty
1: awesome Amanda Waller as a character is mm-hmm. so interesting cuz she's this sort of like Nick Fury type who she's like morally gray and the old woman version of her in this is so funny and she's really has turned all the way into like a good guy because yeah. if you're watching yeah. Justice League Unlimited throughout she's there she's part of Project Cadmus she's given all these heroes shit you know, what is yeah.
0: she, sa- she says something real telling that I don't remember anymore about the tea set. She's like, oh, that was beautiful. She's like, she, it's she was broken, like, yeah, but, one piece is missing. Yeah.
1: But mm, I don't even have friends anymore to be able to use this, you know, for company or whatever. And the whole time, Terry's like, why, why would you do this? Why didn't yeah. you tell me the truth? What's going on? Shut the and fuck up about the tea set. I don't give a shit. But she's <laughs> essentially talking about him. She's yeah. saying, like, you th- might think this thing is broken, dude, but it's not like yeah. you're fine. And she and and really her whole vibe was like I've gotten older so I don't give a fuck anymore. Like yeah. she's commenting on like mm, superheroes were always so good looking like with yeah. with like <laughs> handsome Terry you know yeah. just like this
0: show does a real good job of being meta about superhero stuff mm-hmm. in a way that doesn't feel forced like mm-hmm. like like jokes that don't feel too winky meta yeah. commentary on superhero mm-hmm. stuff they do it's a light touch that that I really appreciate this it.
2: episode blew my mind as like. Just having watched all of Batman Beyond, mm-hmm. and then seeing like this new thing that they just created for yeah. Terry's like backstory, yeah, where it's just like, what you <laughs> <laughs> altered DNA, yeah,
1: which is crazy. Holy shit! And then also want
0: like, to go back and be like, did they know this?
1: I, d- I doubt no, it. No, I doubt it. And no, I, and, no, I want, and I wonder too. I'm like, what's the? Why would they do that? Why would they decide to just say Terry McGinnis is now biologically Bruce Wayne's son? Is that really that important? and i think that the reason that they they decided to do it was because it's like cuz it's very twisty turny like oh fuck but it's also like a way to give bruce wayne some kind of a legacy because yeah. like we we're saying tim drake is gone he's not you know, the robin or the There's grown no up Dane batman in. Yeah. Dick Grayson, like, we, like, if you watch Batman Beyond, they mention him, like, oh, I should tell you about Dick sometime. It's like, well, what happened if he stopped being Nightwing or whatever? Yeah. And Bruce Wayne, in this one, too, epilogue, he's this, like, 90- or 100-year-old guy yeah. who, like, needs his medicine he's and his rough. soup. Yeah. Bro. So he's on his way out. Yeah. Yeah. And it turns into the past couple of years of him mentoring Terry has been a father-son. I think it's more for Bruce than it is for Terry. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's to give Bruce something. Because he doesn't end up with Selina Kyle Catwoman. He doesn't end up married. He doesn't end up, you know, his whole character arc throughout all of the series is like, I'm dedicated to doing this. And that's it. And he sacrifices everything else. Bruce was a huge piece of shit in this. Like,
2: (laughs) Compared compared to Batman Beyond Bruce, which I really loved. I'm
1: going to blow your mind because I found this out when I was doing research. I didn't know this. The black and white segments. Yeah are not flashbacks. They are Terry McGinnis' worst fears that he's imagining is going to happen because he learns that he's a the genetic match to Bruce. Oh. And so as we're watching these black and white clips, because it's him confronting Bruce in the cave, and Bruce, of course, if you pay attention to that scene, like he's pretending as if he knows but then doesn't. like he, he, He's being a dick, but he's also just like, what does it matter? What do you want? What, what kind of answer do you want from me? And Terry's like, you had this whole thing planned. Like It's just him railing on him. And then it's him also breaking up with Dana.
0: Which he doesn't.
1: Which he doing. doesn't do because at the end of the show, yeah. if you no. notice, she picks up. She's like, Terry, it's 3 in the morning. If she had gotten dumped, she would have been like, Terry, it's 3 in the morning. Like, you know, yeah. but, but they're like in a relationship. He goes, are we still on for Saturday? She's like, oh yeah. Oh, my God. I think like Terry McGinnis. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You have those awful uh, black and white yeah. like well, flash crazy. forwards. I yeah. did not. I did it's not. super subtle. And I, I think it still works if you pretend as if. Another hint is that. I was he confused sh- by he, that, too. Yeah. He shatters the grandfather clock and yeah. then later when he go when it's, it's fine. fine so that was like the telling wow, thing wow there's
0: zero hand holding mm-hmm. with yeah. the audience yeah <laughs> the and we got lost
2: it's
1: it's just and we got lost. it's
2: replay value
1: yeah. is what it is i don't
2: feel bad since you were con- you sort of didn't get it either until you read oh about for it later sure later yeah. on. oh for okay. sure
1: i'm like i'm like you doing the research on each episode and i like, oh, batman oh. couldn't get it then yeah. i'm not
2: going to get it um batman,
0: i like uh going back to what you were saying about the the weird choice to have him be mm-hmm. a genetic copy kind of and not of just him. terry
1: but this also technically reveals that terry's younger brother is also bruce wayne's son so oh, like yeah, he has two cool. sons oh yeah you know, like that <laughs> uh,
0: i kind of i kind of appreciate that because <clears throat> what amanda says about uh how important it is to keep someone like batman alive in the world in the world yeah is is a cool way to underline the fact that like he is Like the only human who can hang with the Justice League. You know what I mean? Absolutely. He's he's the best of what humanity has to offer in the world of crime fighting slash world peril.
1: And he, and like I said, he sacrificed, Bruce Wayne sacrificed everything. But at the end of this episode, Terry, like Bruce could never have happiness in his life. He didn't. He's going to die. That's it. That's his life. But Terry is the sort of like son that in a lot of Batman stories, Robin or Dick Grayson turns into, which is like, well, at least Bruce Wayne succeeded in one thing. He couldn't end crime because that's impossible, but at least he raised a kid right. And this kid who lost his parents, like Bruce did, at least grew up and was, you know, and, and had some semblance of a life. But Terry's the one that's like, I'm gonna be Batman and propose to dana and like try to have a life so he's the one that's like i will break the cycle exactly yeah while still acknowledging there does need to be a batman and now i will officially join the league probably because superman's asking for my help on a case So i'm gonna go to metropolis and be like yeah dude you know what i'm in it and i'm gonna have a wife and maybe i'll have a kid and fuck you bruce i can do this (laughs) yeah but it's more like thank you bruce like he Uh. sacrificed and set all that shit up but what what the... the can we talk about how insane that plan was by fucking amanda <laughs> it was crazy it oh, was yeah, to find a like point. psychological profile and then the hints where the great references where terry's coming out of the movie and it's a great ghost movie which God. again goes all the way back oh, to the batman it. animated series God. and then the, the phantasm she couldn't do it she couldn't do it yeah. and she tells uh, you know amanda waller like if we do it we're just as bad and then terry's dad still another ends another failed killed.
0: bruce romance
1: exactly exactly you go back to Mask of the Phantasm. That's what that's about. He yeah. can't. He was about to sacri- Like he was about to quit, but then it didn't work out. Yeah. And so that's evoking that those kind of feelings. And um, so yeah, many it's layers a, this it's a, fucking show. <laughs> there's uh, even more. Yeah, Check I, know, this. I well, know. We haven't
0: even gotten to the to the uh, uh, uh f- flesh,
1: full. The Royal th- Flush the Gang. Royal the Royal Flush gang. gang. This yeah. is this is a great thing. Oh
0: my God,
2: we haven't talked about anything.
1: <laughs> king, King in the Royal Flush Gang. There's always King, Queen, Ace, Ten. Right, whatever, Jack. Mm-hmm. Oh, King can, is. I love it that looks that like original Royal Flush Gang. Yeah, they're great, oh, but this episode, Royal Flush Gang. It uh, was the second Waller or third. Being like, yeah.
0: I don't know which flush yeah. gang it <laughs> <Yeah. he> is.
1: <laughs> Can't Ugh. keep track. So funny. Modok <laughs> M- <laughs> looks, or rather, King looks like Modok from Marvel yes, Comics with the big head. Who Modok was created by Jack the King Kirby. So King. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, ten ten shit. looks like Bo Derek from the movie Ten, and she oh, even has the yellow, the blonde dreads. Wait, check this out. Jack is a samurai. Samurai Jack, and when he reverts to his human form at the end, he looks like Phil Lamar, who voices Samurai Jack. He's like a black guy. Yeah. And then the other one was, um, holy shit, Queen ended up being a man. So it's like a drag queen. It's like that's what it was supposed to be. Shut the fuck up. And this is crazy, too. And I didn't realize this. Well, first of all, let's talk about this because I misremembered this episode. I thought that Batman actually killed Ace. The little girl i f- I, I thought this was the, the one time too yes i thought this was the one time because amanda's like you realize what you have to do and he's like i understand and he go yeah. you know and this is the one story where i was like i don't mind that batman kills in this instance yeah because this is the most emotionally like you know he has a no like a no killing rule except for something like this like to save the world and to, and to yeah. help this girl
0: they also so quickly have to set up uh, mm-hmm. what her deal the is. The power and everything. Yeah, yeah, and then like, no, no, no. flashback. She shows, <laughs> yeah.
1: she's in Justice League Unlimited earlier. She's in Justice okay. League, the show. So there's something there, but really you don't need, you can watch this episode and it fills you in. Yeah, yeah. And she shows, and Batman shows up, but what I love is it like, he walks in there and he was never going to kill her. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I realized it, rewatching it going, what a fucking, I love Batman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. he He's like, that was never even part of the plan. He was just going to talk to her to try to convince her. Because he you know, knows
0: that she knows his thoughts. Yes. So he's like, Yeah, he now, has see, to go in there super clear-headed about
1: mm-hmm. it. I'm not
2: going to kill you. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Now, so see, sad. this never made sense to me because I the only thing I know about Batman is that he kills everybody. Oh, <laughs> from, no, no, no. From, oh, no, no no, mm. no, 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 no. Yeah, Batman versus Superman. He just mm. shoots mm. people, like, mm. everybody. Yeah, mm. that's right? true. Uh, if there's a 1% chance someone can kill someone, yeah. you need to murder all their family, 100% right? certainty. Okay. Absolute certainty I knew that. was yeah. the quote. Okay. Here's
1: another thing that blew my mind. Uh, Bruce Wayne, after this event, probably named his dog Ace after Ace after her he named ace the bat hound from batman Be- Shut the do you know fuck what i'm saying up. do you yeah. see what i'm saying that's like, insane that's great that's uh. it's maybe maybe that's a stretch maybe that's a fan theory but like uh, I I checks out yeah well uh you mean
2: like way back or because i saw actually it was on funny enough it was on instagram under their like uh discovery things you might like there was like a uh today there was a batman thing about ace Mm-hmm. and like him in the comics from way back, mm-hmm. uh, how he started off as a German shepherd, and then he Oh, sure, like... sure.
1: In the comic books, he was called Ace the Bat-Hound. They did Batman Beyond. They were like, let's give him a dog. We'll call yeah. him Ace, like in the comics, but what I'm saying is they're oh, okay. retroactively saying now, oh, okay. because the events in Justice League take place before yeah, okay. Now Beyond, they're saying, and also how great was it to hear Amanda Waller say Project Batman Beyond? <laughs> and <Yeah>. it's like, <laughs> yay! <Yeah. laughs> they said it! <laughs> uh, and then when she was like, you know, Bruce Wayne, it was easy to get his DNA. He was leaving it everywhere. Yeah. And then she's yeah, like not j- remotely what I meant. No, like
2: yeah. what a good joke for adults. <laughs> Solid that joke it's, was such a throwaway great. too. And
1: like it's also during uh, like
0: a dramatic mind-blowing moment where she's revealing how all this broke down. Clone. And then she's like, <laughs> yeah. quick need that aside
1: to be very funny. <laughs> you need that levity. It's great. No, yeah. it was
2: it was very much like Archer where it's just like phrasing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like, or you know, fucking uh, Hamilton, where it's just like in parentheses. And,
1: uh, uh, a good episode last yeah. great thing about this episode just the scene at the end with Terry and Bruce he's like very sweet to him like Terry's very sweet to Bruce Wayne yeah and he's just kind of agreeing to everything and Bruce says you're in my chair and Terry's like yeah I guess I am it's like Okay, yeah. we have our Batman, oh and there will God. always be a Batman, Oh my and God. there's a reason why we need to have a Batman, because look at how he handled Ace. Uh, That's the
2: point. It's my relationship with my father, too. Yeah, dude. I'm trying to salvage yeah. stuff nowadays, and it's very much it's the same father-son. where he just yells at me. I'm just like, okay, all right, oh no. you yeah. old son of a bitch. All right. Yeah, all right. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: I have to take up the you guys medical.
2: can cover the rest of this right yeah man okay <laughs> i gotta what do we what, which one do we want to do
1: next guys what do we want to do let's
2: next? go back in
0: order okay because oh. that superman
2: one fucked me up bro way bad
0: it's so, like seeing alan moore's name pop up mm-hmm. i was like what yep 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 All i didn't right. this
2: is i didn't notice that because i was sort of driving <laughs> around la uh, season one episode <laughs> listening two. and watching at like First yeah. of all, very dangerous. Yeah. Very dangerous, but I'm a good enough driver. <laughs> oh my God. I pulled it it's off with two episodes. The man yeah. For
1: the Man Who Has Everything, uh. written by J.M. DiMathias, directed by Dan Reba. Was that swamp thing on his chest? Another Alan Moore reference. No, it was not. Uh, I I did that it was
2: roses. It looked
1: like roses for Mm -hmm. his, like, birthday. (laughs) It's like, oh, I got roses. Yeah, right? And it's an
0: alien parasite. It's a fun prank. He's like, oh, someone give me a flower. Oh, God.
1: (laughs) I remember watching all of these live. I remember in 2004 in August when this aired. I remember seeing it. it, Because it was on Cartoon Network, and it was, like, a big fucking deal. Yeah. And so, yeah, based on the story, the comic story, Superman Annual number 11 from 1985, written by Alan Moore, illustrated by Dave Gibbons. They also did Watchmen together. Apparently, this is the only adaptation of any of Moore's comic stories that he approves of. Oh, which wow. is nuts because That's awesome. he hates everything. He hates every adaptation yeah. of all yes. of his things. <laughs> yes, he does. And he thinks they're all stupid and like shouldn't I exist love that. <laughs> except this one he just apparently is like fine with. And it's like how could you not be because because what I love with Justice League Unlimited, this is a perfect example of it, is like they have the opportunity to take the 50 years of comics and go, well, which one of these are good? Yeah. Which one of these are worth a shit? Yeah. And there is issues with continuity in the comic books, like did this happened pre Crisis on Infinite Earths, post Crisis on Infinite Earths, later they're rebooted, rebooted again with the New Fifty Two, and there's all these different iterations of characters. But in this show, they can take it. They can take all of the best stuff and put it and attach it to the one character. Yeah. So in this continuity, and it
0: lets them tell like almost Twilight Zone style. Stories. Yes, where like we get to see an alternative version of what Superman could have been. Like
1: they've done the well, what happens if Superman turns evil? And then let's do that. And then they did it with the Justice Lords. And they, but they can still always go back to. They're still our main Batman, voiced by Kevin Conroy. Our main Superman, you know, voiced by a couple different actors. And like, and so what I love is that like in this world, this Superman is such a great hero. And we'll talk about Destroyer later, where yeah. he just fucking kicks ass. Oh but this is, this is... Let's loose. This finally cuts loose in his world of cardboard. But this is amazing to me because people shit on Superman, and I want to send them this episode and go, look at what this dude sacrifices to be Superman.
0: Yeah. He
1: had a family and a son who he realizes this world is fake and bends on his knee and goes, you're everything I wanted in a son. I will never forget you, but I have a responsibility, and I have to go now. And it... Made me cry. It like, is it's brutal. It's so painful. It's brutal.
2: I was sitting in the UCLA parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> First of
1: all, stop
0: watching cartoons in the car. That's another issue. Um, to, oh my it, God. It's very last temptation of Christ, where, it, like, yeah. he's given a glimpse of what life could be if he didn't. Yeah. Uh, like, it's so easy to not make that sacrifice and be yeah. like, look, look how good life could be <sighs> if you don't do that.
1: He could have just stayed in there content. Yeah. His wife was a combination of Lois Lane and Lana Lang with the red hair. He had a son. His dad and mom were still alive, but mm-hmm. his dad's alive with what the was older wife. The, or... the kid is named Van L. Okay. They have Crypto, the super bo- dog, as their pet. Yeah, and even that's though fun. he lives on Krypton, he's still on a fucking farm because yeah. he's a farm boy. Yeah. That's what makes him happy. He's this big beefy farm guy. Like Big Beefy. He had it all, man. <laughs> <And> <laughs> big the,
2: beefy. Yeah. yeah. Honestly it's the thing. That, the thing that hit me the most was him going crazy on what's his Mongol, name? Mongol, Mongol, Mongol. Do just you know what bad. you put me through? Just him Ugh. beating the living shit out of him to the point where he had like a broken. It's not like mm-hmm. older his comics. His face is fucked up. Yeah, it's not like an old. It's not like an older comic or, or cartoon where it's just like, oh, you have scuff marks and like red. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh no. He changes the shape of his. He face. He
1: broke his fucking jaw, <laughs> and who
0: voices him?
1: Mongol yeah. is voiced by Eric Roberts, okay. and he had some great oh, lines fucking, and monologues. Okay, yeah, Eric from Roberts, The Dark Knight, from who you is know later in a Batman movie. <laughs> yes, you know. exactly. That's cool. Um, he has a great thing where he goes, "Happy birthday, Kryptonian! I give you oblivion." And then later, when Superman just when they're fighting again, they really let him cut loose. He just goes, "Burn!" and just heat yeah. visions yeah. him like, <laughs> "Fuck, man." Um, so the, wait, just, the cardboard ugh.
2: comment was from...
1: Destroyer. Okay, because I
2: want to dive into that. Okay,
1: before we do... No, no, just, no, no
2: j- I, I just want to remember which one to dive Yes, into. we will
1: dive into that one. Um, to wrap up, the uh, for the man who has everything, mm-hmm. this is really interesting. jor is voiced by actor Christopher McDonald, a.k.a. Shooter McGavin from yes. Happy Gilmore, yeah. except Jorel's last line, which is, I'll be along in a few minutes... Is voiced by a different voice actor. It sounds weird, but he's voiced by a guy named Mike Farrell, who voiced Pa Kent in Superman: The Animated Series. Yeah, so yeah. Jor-El literally is a combination of his Kryptonian father and his Smallville father. And Superman is,
0: has a moment where he's like, "Wait, what just happened?"
1: Yeah, he, you like, might, you might, he might. He, yeah, I think you're right. I think he reacted. to that. But his son is like, "Come on, come on, and let's go like, up to the roof." Okay, oh wait, no, wasn't that? Wasn't the uh,
2: the earthquake?
1: A, a ton I've, of them. They're throughout. Maybe. I think it was a, the earthquake yeah. Yeah. calls
0: them away. Yeah, maybe.
1: because the earthquake represents like him knowing that the world is yeah very inception yeah. totally yeah. About, yeah absolutely. Uh,
0: hot so you're take:
1: He stole
2: yeah, <laughs> Nolan. Absolutely. Nolan, mm-hmm. Nolan, who did
1: Batman <laughs> who did movies, Batman, yeah.
2: stole this idea. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: just possibly. League. Hot
0: take: mm-hmm. This is kind of a nice gift to, to give to Superman.
1: At least for like a day. For, yeah. But, yeah. but then it's brutal because, again, it sucks. your son I, never yeah. existed. Like, uh. And then here's what's more fucked it up. Would've, it would have been better if you let him know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Like, hey, like, do you want to do a VR thing for a like, couple hours? Check out like a, uh-huh. like what could have been your wife. Oh, That's fun, it's, right? Rick <laughs> it's Rick and
2: Morty. It's Rick and Morty. It's the it's game. It's that fucking game. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: And then what's brutal is uh, the plant Where's goes on <laughs> to Bruce Wayne. And his – remember his fantasy, which is just his His dad, dad. Thomas, beating the shit out of Joe Chill? That was, like, 30 minutes of punching Joe Chill in the face. And and then it becomes too violent, and Bruce, like, that's what snaps him out. Isn't that fucked up?
0: Yeah. Uh, Uh, The most fucked up thing, though, is the ending where – Oh, it's 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 on Mongol? Yeah. Mongol, Mongol, like, gets his wish. And la- Which all is you do- just uh, it's, its just a soundscape and- of hell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, great, awesome, and terrifyingly dark. <laughs> I feel oh, like him right now because I have these headphones on. He's got some cool—he's <laughs> he, he, got yeah. some cool beats by <laughs> Dre. Uh, that was his that's fantasy. That's one of those perfect uh, things where, like, it's better not to show it to us. Agreed, because oh, yeah. they
1: do show it in the comic book. They actually oh. will show you the art of well, whatever of his... That, sure, yeah. you got Because yeah. you gotta you see it. You gotta but it, but you animation it. can give you the, just the sound, and yeah. that's just a brilliant storytelling move to go. You know what? We're just gonna pull back and see his face as if he's having an orgasm, and it's just hell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his you fucked know? up face is yeah. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's so hot, and this people is, are dying. His yeah. broken jaw just rickety cliche. Yeah. <laughs> so... That's episode two of Justice League Unlimited, which just is like insane. I mean, I love it. I love that episode for Superman. I love the sacrifice that was he makes. Episode what two of two? Justice League Unlimited? So again, they had two seasons of Justice League. What was and episode when they, one? Episode one was it was a team up between Captain Adam, Supergirl, and Green Arrow. Again, totally new characters that were not part of the seven yeah. cast members. It's of... It's ballsy. You it's, know, yeah. It's yeah,
0: cool to do that. Yeah. Uh, uh. A quick quick aside, not really aside mm-hmm. uh, about this episode. I love uh wonder woman and batman being nervous about the gifts yeah
1: yeah he gives her he gives him cash, cash? <laughs> and she has a like a kryptonian rose or yeah. something like yeah she, and at the end yeah.
0: she's like it uh it's it, a flower it was and a flower? He's gonna be and he's like don't worry about
1: it yeah yeah and he just, and he stares up at jor-el and lara for a long time his parents yeah. his kryptonian yeah. parents and he says to him like i'll never forget something like that like god uh, damn dude cry, that's damn. cry you little bitch, makes- cry that's what makes Superman great. <laughs> People say Superman is not a good character because he's too powerful and he's not relatable. But the thing about Superman stories should no, focus you have on to, you can do him right. They're not about his powers. They're about the fact that this dude sacrifices. Look at what his abilities can do. He can have the most perfect life. He can rule us or he can still, like, you know, just like be set up. He barely he has a job. Enough to get by to have an apartment in Metropolis. (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? Which is is Superman we're talking about. We have apartments. Like, that's crazy. Which
2: is why it's good that bruce was giving him cash Let's yeah, yeah. He,
1: he, you know he's what? like oh that actually helps
2: yeah. uh That's i wanted probably, to buy new it's, shoes it's, or probably something. Che- like, <laughs> it's probably a check for like 150k yeah <laughs> and he's just yeah. like uh i don't care this is nothing to me yeah. yeah exactly Superman's so so like don't blow
1: my cover <laughs> with all this cash dude yeah, yeah. he's like i can't uh, maybe just give me like a sears gift card <laughs> yeah. like you know because he has to but yeah. he, but the point is is that superman sacrifices look at what he sacrifices yeah so that he can do the right thing he yeah. has a responsibility and that speech well, to his also, son, man.
2: Also, oh, I mean, he had to. I mean, knowing that it's fake, he wouldn't have sat by and
1: just gone
2: with it. Yeah, no. But he wouldn't weaker
1: have. men would have. Yeah, you know. It, look at look at Joey Pantoliano in The Matrix. He wanted out. He wanted he wanted to go be back plugged in. And yeah. I think a lot of yeah. people would because that shit is easy. easier. Yeah, it's easier. And superheroes ideally will give you the sort of fake strength that you can use in the real life and call to that stuff and you know
2: listen I'm telling you I cried in UCLA's parking lot I know okay yeah. you got me okay.
1: I wonder listen, if you I'm would telling have... you watch <laughs> cartoons
0: safely <laughs>
2: I, 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 I was parked when I was <laughs> finishing it. Okay, good. John
1: good. I wonder if you would have cried because because I came in and you were like I cried with four episodes and one episode was like epic and I was like you cried at the booster gold episode that's the next no. one it's season one episode seven yes but I wonder if you would have cried I don't know maybe no, the, I don't know
0: for what you would have booster, booster gold if You're, you if you because
1: fin- you didn't watch it you I, watched another one accidentally
2: I would have gotten uh, a hot face and just tingly all over a hot face <laughs> no. I wouldn't have cried I would have greatly appreciated it okay okay uh, okay I'll give you that but right. the one that I watched which is
1: much better no it's not is the Redemption of Lex Luthor that's <laughs> whatever Lex right. well, re- Luthor redeems himself in Destroyer in the last episode uh, man yeah. he shows up Pretty in that power crazy. suit. yeah it's great okay real quick Booster Gold episode the greatest story never told Wait, bad Nathan news two guns Ugh,
2: fucking what Lex Luthor. <laughs> Lex Luthor was two guns it's fucking two pistols <laughs>
1: and destroyer yeah it was great yeah. I plan on being alive. And it's yeah. like, not my style. It's like, all right, dude, they're gods, what but okay. What a cocky yeah. piece of shit. Yeah. We'll get to it. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Booster Gold episode was written by Andrew Kreisberg, who was just fired from the DC TV shows like Supergirl, Flash, for being a sexual harasser. Oh, It was written by him. Fuck that Kind of tough to watch the episode. It's very much from like a dude wish fulfillment perspective. Yeah. That's beautiful, a beautiful scientist that he goes and helps and saves Damsel in distress. She's single, available. It's like, all right, you know, and, But there's still a lot of good in this episode. It sucks that Andrew Kreisberg wrote it, but directed by Dan Reba, it aired September 11th in 2004. and after (laughs) 9-11. Yeah, a couple (laughs) years. But uh, Booster Gold's robot sidekick Skeets, voiced by Billy West. Love it. Perfect casting. Perfect. Perfect. Elongated Man was voiced by Jeremy Piven. Sure was. Perfect casting. He does
0: a great job. He should do more. Great
1: job. He he has done more VO stuff. Um,
2: Doesn't he have a history of sexual harassment?
1: Yes. Piece of shit. Jeremy Piven. Okay. What Uh, an episode, folks. Yeah, yeah, Uh, (laughs) yeah.
2: Ari Gold sexually harassing people. (laughs) Great
1: (laughs) jokes about, I thought you were Green Lantern. Just the Green Lantern bit throughout is great.
2: People are fucking stupid. They don't see any green on him. Come on. He Ugh. calls that out. You'll like the episode
1: yeah. when he tells Martian. Yeah, I Manhunter, didn't watch
2: this one. Apparently, I watched. No, you didn't. The, I accidentally watched
1: the wrong <laughs> episode because yeah. the website we use fucked up. When Booster Gold says, "You're right. It's not just about fame." Would you pull down last year before taxes? That's like great <laughs> it's very lines funny. in this fake superhero yeah, world. Very it's really on great. Brand. Um, uh, uh, I think that the the whole threat of Mordrew, the Dark Lord Mordrew, was like the perfect. Like, background, all yeah. all hands on deck, sort of a threat. It's great. It's so
0: funny for all of that to be off screen for the most part. Yes. Every now and then you see uh like a, what's it called the half the half batman half superman showing up so with great. the voice of wonder woman so you're great. like man there's a fucking crazy yeah like, i want to like, see that there's a crazy thing happening off screen but that's not the story being told and
1: then spoiler alert the way that it ends you saw the bit where elongated man gets called over by wonder woman uh-huh. after he was like i wouldn't help these ingrates if they beg me and she's like we need you and he's like all right a wheel my friend and he walks <laughs> away and, and and skeets is like maybe they needed a vase because he was, he was like bragging about, I was a vase yeah. for three days. But the end of the episode, Mordrew is defeated by elongated man and we don't see it it's all off screen it's just john stewart green lantern going man that was one of the slickest moves i've ever seen and he was like (laughs) he goes he says something like i guess i'm glad i guess it was good that i stretched in the right place and all the other heroes laugh and they're like you're the best elongated man it's so funny so funny dick maybe maybe
0: maybe? yeah yeah, they're basically like what a cool thing we didn't show you trust us it was awesome yeah Yeah.
1: (laughs) but the important thing for this is that booster gold spoiler john when you do watch it uh skeets dies because he gets <gasps> he gets ripped into this black hole so guy sad. booster this is the key part admits that he's a fraud that he only came to our present time from the future because he was a failure in the future and he's like i can make a quick buck i can become famous i'll go to the age of heroes when all the superheroes were active and he admits he's a fraud to this woman and he still essentially sacrifices himself yeah. To to stop this threat because he's like you know what he, and he hits rock bottom and that's how he redeems himself and I love that story and then when he saves the day and Skeets gets popped out and Skeets is alive great bit where Skeets is like my gosh it was full of stars like Skeets <laughs> saw like the black yeah. hole world he's like, I've seen things. <laughs> this little robot thing that's like my gosh um, it was just great man it was yeah. just I just uh, you know and again it ends with the woman going I know who Booster Gold is and it's it 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 teaches you the lesson of fame isn't what's important one like, person. basically save one person like you know so it's
0: also just such a cool concept for a hero in this world to cuz like when know, they're all good Yeah. Here's you're, so, a you're so used to seeing the like pseudo formula of like of like their their out To to like right the wrongs of their past, you know, like Mm -hmm. Batman style. But Mm -hmm. this dude is just straight up like, no, this looks like fun, and I'm gonna get famous. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's Uh, it's uh, great. He's a YouTube star, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. But at least would you watch Booster Gold the movie starring Logan
1: Paul? No, not Song with <laughs> Paul. Here's a fun fact. We'll I actually... kills himself at the end of it. Oh, God. After this episode, Booster became one of my favorite characters. I went back and read a bunch of Booster Gold comics. A little bit after this, Jeff Johns, who's one of the head guys at DC Comics, is a massive Booster fan from, again, back in the day from the 80s when he first appeared. And, like, wrote him into an episode of Smallville because he, he was, like, involved oh, cool. with Smallville. So there, there's an actor who played him there. And then gave him this new series around, like, 2000... I want to say, like six or seven or something like a few years after this like booster gold got his new comic book series oh, cool. and it was great and the joke was that he was recruited by a guy named rip hunter who's a time traveler and was like we well, need to help me fix the time stream throughout all these adventures the the only the the catch is no one will ever know you're doing this and being a hero and it's perfect for that character because all he wants is that's fame. all he wants yeah. but then he yeah. still goes along with it so these comics are just like what a great i'll give you a perfect example in comic books Batgirl gets shot by the Joker, yeah. and then she becomes paralyzed, and then she becomes the hero, Oracle. When this happens in The Killing Joke, another Alan Moore comic book, it's also hinted at the fact that he sexually assaults her. Yeah. He's undressing yeah. her and taking pictures of her. It's ugh. Listen, ugh. We, we remember the great movie that got released God. last year. Yeah, awful. So good. How awful.
0: does Alan Moore feel about that one?
1: <laughs> I don't care. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't really like The Killing Joke. It's just like, you know, I like that- Yeah,
0: it's funny. I, I don't- I, I remember buying it because I heard... Because
1: it's important.
0: Yeah, yeah, because I heard it was mind-blowing. And uh, I, I could see why it was, but also like... I feel like there was a time because it came out when eighties. 80s? Eighties,
1: like 80s, because I, Tim Burton read it and was like, "I love Batman." Now it's I feel like, like there okay. was a
0: time in the eighties where comics were like, "Look how fucking edgy we can be." Comics yep. are allowed to do that. That's and what now the eighties were. were. Just gonna yep. fucking do it because we yeah. can.
1: It's true. Yeah. That's when the when did the rating system come about? I mean, they were there before yeah, that, but away. the eighties was Watchmen, Dark Knight Returns. You know, like Frank Miller was coming into prominence, and but you're absolutely Sandman. right. Sandman was then, mm-hmm. um, but the point is, is like I love, I love the aftermath. I love that Batgirl becomes Oracle. Yeah. But in this Booster Gold comic book, he gets lied to and says, "You can, you can help her. She was never supposed to be shot." And he goes back in time and just like gets the shit beat out of him by the Joker. And then like when he gets saved, he's all beat up and he's like, "Again, put me in again." And Rip Hunter's like, "Booster, it's not. He's like, again, put me in," because he's trying to save Barbara and he Oof. keeps and it's a time loop and he can never save her Ugh. because it's a locked point in history. Wow. And I'm like that's Booster, he's a Which hero. Which is also
0: interesting because didn't that, didn't uh, Killing Joke start not canon?
1: Correct. And and it, because it became so popular, they sort of inserted it into okay. the into the larger DC Comics continuity. It's because like, then it what definitely they do happened. with Oracle is cool. Exactly. And they wanted yeah. to keep that and so they'll say like, well, the events of Killing Joke happened but maybe it's a little different, whatever.
0: Total tangent. Yeah. This just reminded me of the failed uh, live action, uh, what was it called? Birds, Birds of, of Prey? Birds of Prey, yeah. Where they like, okay. kind of show that happen. Yeah. Yeah. in like stylized montage. I remember yeah. watching that pilot and being yeah. like, "Oh damn, they yeah. went there and it it did not
1: work." No. <laughs> they, uh, uh, superhero TV wasn't ready then. No. Like we were barely ready for Smallville for 10 years. Yeah, And after that was over, it's like, "Well, now superhero shows are way yeah. better and they're more sophisticated. They just have it down now. Yeah. They just have it down." Cuz I never watched any Smallville. That's all right. Start okay. a, start a new podcast. Okay. No, don't. The, no. the
0: Small Podville. The Small, the small
1: Podville. pod-ville. <laughs> um <laughs> God, I don't know what else I could say about Booster Gold. I love it. Yeah, I love that episode. It's a really
0: good one. It's a really, and again, it's cool uh, to see the different types of stories they mm-hmm. can tell. This one, the comedy really works. Yeah. yeah. And, and Whereas like the last one was full-tilt
1: devastating drama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of which. Let's yeah, speaking in. of which. So up the other next.
2: Devastating drama. Here's
1: another devastating one. Still in season one, this is episode 11, near the end. It's called Wake the Dead. Written by the great, late Dwayne McDuffie. Directed by Joaquim Dos Santos, who went on to direct a ton of Avatar The Last Airbender. He's Mm. directing Voltron now. Like, these people are the top of their game. Aired December in 2004. Here's why I picked this episode because it starts first of all the best the best cold open very funny in any of the episodes where it's just like oh did you forget your dice and then it cuts yeah it cuts to the (laughs) and I was like that guy Solomon Grundy just killed or whatever that hand was just killed this kid yeah and that hard cut that was your favorite part of the cold open. Mine I was the them open.
2: just blowing off magic that happened in front of yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. And then just being like, what is this bullshit? Good. Just a light show? Didn't Good. work. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm going to go home is. and
1: jerk off because I'm a great. teenager.
2: <laughs> just like, ugh.
1: I picked this episode because the tears. end tears made me choke up. Yeah, But the beginning seems like a regular sort of like, regular episode of Justice like, oh, here's the threat. Solomon Grundy's back and he's unstoppable. And the other reason I picked it is because Like I was saying earlier with the Royal Flush Gang with the little references, this whole episode is a reference to Marvel Comics with a team called The Defenders. Solomon Grundy is the Hulk. Not the defenders, the Netflix defenders, with Daredevil and them. That's like a new version of the mm-hmm. Defenders. The original defenders were from the seventies, and it was a team that consisted of the Hulk, Doctor Strange, the Silver Surfer, and Namor the Submariner. Like mm. the four weird offshoots. Oh, that's funny. And then Wait, later Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. And then later Valkyrie showed up, who then now is played by Tessa Thompson kind of, like she's black in Thor Ragnarok, but there was like a blonde woman, Valkyrie, she's, she's like this warrior.
2: Oh, it was in Marvel?
1: Marvel Comics was oh. just this weird team that was not the Avengers, it was Hulk, because he's, you know, I, like, yeah, it's Yeah, I wanted to ask about that dude who straight up is
0: Doctor Strange. I was he's like, Doctor Fate. Who w- is this guy? I Doctor was,
1: Strange <laughs> is Doctor Fate, is Doctor Strange <laughs> is Doctor Fate. They're <laughs> interchangeable, I thought, and I love them.
2: I thought you had made a mistake, and I'm just No, like, Doctor I was Strange watch, is a Marvel reference. Because I was watching yes. it, and
1: I was just like, I'm going to keep calling this guy Doctor Strange on the podcast, because mm-hmm. you'll yeah, be dick to him. The point is, is that the makers, the creators, all the storytellers on Justice League Unlimited, this is why I picked this episode obviously love Marvel as well.
0: Oh, God. I mean, we'll get into all of the Kirby fucking drawings. Oh, so much.
1: Everything (laughs) Kirby. Everything. Like, there's an episode that involves Mr. Miracle and Big Barda, like a lot of his New Gods characters, and they straight up are lifting Kirby designs. There's
0: that dude who straight up is Captain America.
1: Yes, Steel. It's in the last Steel, episode, Commander yeah. Steel. Yeah, um, yeah that's, oh a, that's a great point. Yeah. He literally throws a parademon shield. He fucking shield. throws
0: a shield. And
1: in Superman, the animated series, they had the detective Dan Turpin was based on Jack Kirby. And when Jack uh, Kirby passed yeah. away in real life, they had Dan Turpin be killed by Darkseid with the Omega Beams. And then they dedicated the episode to Jack uh, the King Kirby. God so, like, the point I'm trying to make is there are people today, especially young people. I'm going to shit on all these young people. Fucking uh, millennials. Fucking think, think <laughs> you YouTube
2: star motherfuckers.
1: you got to pick a team that yeah. think that if you say you like one thing, you're not allowed to like the other. And here are the people, in my opinion, that have made the best DC thing ever, clearly letting you know, shut the fuck up. We also love Marvel because yeah. you can't not love them both. If you're raised on one, you can't not be aware of the other and appreciate it. They're the same yeah. writers and artists oftentimes. It like, is pretty badass of them
0: to be like... Guess what? If you love DC, that means you love Marvel because we yes. just told you a Marvel story. Now, exactly.
2: Now, Hector, can you set the record straight? And vice versa. Are yeah. you being paid by
1: DC? <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, or nor Disney either. Uh, honestly, that's the real that's, reason we That's one of you the long.
2: weirdest things that I know about you as a just in your professional career mm-hmm. trolls alleging that you are mm-hmm. a false flag character. Yeah. Or just a crisis actor. Did I, Jesus Christ. Crisis? You're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. So, um,
1: In this episode, it's the Defenders because Solomon Grundy is the Hulk. Doctor Fate is Doctor Strange, who's voiced by Oded Fair from the Mummy, and he does a great job. The Doctor Fate Uh, voice, that guy, the the, the, like guardian of the Mummy movies, he's great. Um, Amazo. The robot, uh, voiced by uh, Robert Picardo from Star Trek Voyager, is standing in for the Silver Surfer, mm-hmm. like a very powerful. And even Amazo in his first appearance was gray before he like goes to space and becomes gold.
2: I saw that uh, episode. So
1: gray, he's kind of silvery. That was the episode that I, I know, saw him you, redeeming himself. So you saw the Silver Surfer yeah. episode, and then Aquaman is a stand-in for Namor the Submariner. That's Aquaman's it's a, like, dick. Is is Aquaman a dick. Why is Aquaman? He's oh. great. Yeah. Oh, Fuck it's so him. great. And then, also,
0: uh, speaking about like weird women shit in these comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Not very woke uh, Aquaman. No, <laughs> yeah. no. He's like, oh, uh, yeah, he's like, a, like a woman chess from with a, woman. a fucking woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. yeah. You're Wait, right.
2: W- was
1: this one written by that same guy? No. No, this is by <laughs> the late, the great Blaine McDuffie. Oh, Not okay. the sexual harasser. Um, And then Shaira, or Hawk Girl, kind of is a stand-in for Valkyrie. And this uh, this episode is also so they're doing just a huge Marvel take, but this it's also, also like a key right. for this character for her.
0: Yeah, this was cool. I was going to say this was cool for me to see because I remember her shit with Green Lantern. Yes, and um, she leaves the team. Yeah, so I uh, it was cool to see a continuation of that and like where that mm-hmm. goes in this series. And she le- no.
1: she leaves the team because at the end of Justice League season two, she's a traitor. Yes, because the Hawk people show up and they're bad guys. And she and people are like you're a hawk person. It's dramatic. It is, and um and so she's deemed a traitor, and then she goes on this her own journey, and so in this episode she's just like depressed but Green and Legend like loves her. Hey, I know, man, I, that's a great relationship. It's really I good. love it. Hey, I love quick. it. Very
0: like not a yeah. pair I ever would have.
1: I know, but you know, but <laughs> they, they even picked Hawk Girl because they needed other female characters. We're to like round Hawk out this. Girl, am I right? Mm. Yeah, I love Shayera. She's great, voiced by Maria Canals Barrera. does a great job. What hey, are you going to say, John?
2: Uh, two things.
1: Do they have more Kyle Rayner? In
2: this, Cause no, my gr- oh,
1: fuck. Sorry, man. Hey, John Stewart's great. though. Show. John Stewart's, Stewart's great. Uh, yeah, he's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, if you want Kyle Rayner in animated form, you can go fuck yourself because it's <laughs> yeah. not really. I'm listen, kidding. He's in no, tiny no, listen, things here and there. They've but been
2: fucking him for years. So mm. I mean,
1: yeah, but uh, uh, I, I love John. I think John might be my favorite uh, Lantern. The other the, thing, show. the
2: other Enjoy thing the was uh, the f- problem I had with Hot Girl comes in Destroyer when she gets like a spear through the wing mm-hmm. and she's completely incapacitated. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just like, fuck you. you she get gets her, up. You can- you ever gotten a spear through the wing? No like her side is dead. Like Dude. she gets Yeah, I have. Okay? No, Before true. I cut him off.
1: I forgot. You were like... I am you're a like, fallen angel. You're John Travolta it's from like Michael. Getting, it's yeah. like getting Thank speared you. through the balls. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> the wings?
1: They're sensitive as balls. Yeah. Because yeah, my
2: balls work really no, hard dude. to carry me This is canon. The air. This is canon. Wings <laughs> are as sensitive as they're balls. balls. They're, yeah. they're balls? They're back balls. They're
1: There are some great lines in this. Feathery back balls. Vixen shows up. Vixen is like John Stewart's current yeah. girlfriend. She's fucking cool. And she, when she's fighting, she's like, come with it then. I was like, ooh, that's something a black woman would say. And I love that. It's so great. Again, written by She's Dwayne McDuffie. She's also like... I'm sorry.
2: She was too cocky when she like I love tipped it. over that. Because she's badass. Yeah.
0: By days she's a model. Yes. No, no <laughs> not that. She's not a vibe fighter. But
2: she fuck. She drops a fucking statue on a dead on a dead guy, and she's like, "This will work." And I'm just like, "Come on, calm down. Yeah. You're about to get destroyed." Superman. Mm-hmm. Gets I thought messed she was going to get torn in
1: half. <laughs> yeah. Superman gets messed up, and and John Stewart's like, "You okay?" And he goes, "Do I look okay?" It's yeah. like he has his attitude. It's,
2: yeah.
0: I I line,
1: did, it. That I did love that. Very <laughs> funny. And that it showed in that first episode too.
0: Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, this guy's god. a threat. Yeah. Um.
1: And then again, when Shayera sees the new John Stewart, it's been a couple of years or whatever. The first thing she says is like, "Hate the beard," because yeah. now he has a goatee. Yeah. yeah. And he's bald, which I think is a better look. But um. But it's sad because Shayera has to old yeller. Solomon and they Bradley. call it out as old, old yeller. She has to old yeah. yeller him. Uh. Wh- oh god, that was so that fucking holes, okay, sad. That scene was great because. Her hair is flapping in the cold night air and all of the characters with capes, their capes are like, it's just the details of that are like, yeah, I can you can feel it be cold. Yeah, (laughs) you can feel it like this sucks. And then she goes and does it. And the the fat the last couple moments with her and I'm like, are they going to show her just skull? I was
0: like, how the fuck are they going to? Yeah. Pull this
2: off. Well they're used yeah. to not showing you things on screen.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's mm-hmm. dark again, it's yeah, it's that thing mm-hmm. where it's like, it is good that we did not see it. This
1: one it. got me choked mm-hmm. up. Yep. It, it did. Here's what here's sad. what got me. I thought I was gonna hold it together. <laughs> then everybody's saying, Shaira, you suck. You betrayed the human race. And Superman is like, I believe in he, second chances. I vote. believe in redemption, I believe in my friends. So he was the this, and it's perfect that Superman was the deciding vote. Like John's Stewart's, yeah. like I couldn't vote because you know we were dating. We're dating, <laughs> um, but Superman's a deciding vote, and he lets her come back to the league whenever she wants. And even though people were shitting at her, this yeah, one woman, when oh, she says it in Spanish, when she it's goes because she's a Hispanic, chica, I knew it. chica, halcon, I'm like fuck, I forgot <laughs> that detail, I forgot <laughs> it, and immediately started to tear up. And because John goes, you deserve that too. You yeah. deserve people. If she thinks that she deserves people yelling at her like you betrayed us. Cry. She deserves. I'm cry. about to. Oh, oh, fucking cry. Chica also is like, I'm going to turn on Coco right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God.
0: My favorite DC director. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ayudame. It's also, like, weirdly perfect irony that, like she gets the second chance that Solomon Grundy cannot.
1: Cannot have. Yeah. It's true. And to go back to that woman saying that shit in Spanish for a second, it's all it's cool because it's a little detail. It's a little touch. It's like these characters are international. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hawk Girl is voiced by a Latina actress, Maria Canals Barrera. And then when they brought all of the other Hawk people, Hawk Man, you don't hear his voice later, but like in the episode where he does show up, they all have these Spanish accents. They're kind of like a Spanishy cool. type people, which is cool. But like... I, I so it's so it's kind of key that she says chica halcon like in that accent to her as a way to go. You yeah, know. it's just there's little details like Which that. Which of course means bathroom. Means yes, it means woman bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Chica halcon, okay. hawk girl. Okay. Hawk woman, hawk chick. I guess. I don't hawk know. chick. Hawk chick. <laughs> you saved us. Thank you. Um, so um, really like that episode and yeah, it was loved great. all the Marvel references and. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Old I did not moment. put
0: together the Marvel stuff aside mm-hmm. from me being like, "That's Doctor Strange." Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is like,
0: and this is that's the thing and about it is his like, what's it called, his Sanctorium? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure, his it little his like Sanctum,
1: that. whatever he called it. Yeah, yeah. here is the thing about Marvel and DC: you can have a preference for one, absolutely, but and I mean this with the most love in my heart. They are interchangeable in so many ways that you you can't. Darkseid is Thanos. Yeah. Hawkeye, Green Arrow, yeah, you no, know, like so Black Canary, Black Widow. They're stolen from. Each other. Swamp thing, man thing. They'll influence each other, they make each other better one comes before, but then the other company perfects it. But then the other company has like a, oh, you know, we're this is this is like really revelatory. Yeah. So then the other company would, and they make Hollywood you know. does the
2: same thing. We yes. have
1: uh, Armageddon, we have Deep Impact. Yep, we I'm going to say
2: yeah. a
0: real broad reach of a pretentious thing. Mm-hmm. There are only a handful of art forms that are American that like were invented here. Yes, uh, comic books being one of them. Yep um and and, and uh, excuse another me?
2: <laughs> myths uh my people created this on vases year, vases years ago
0: mm-hmm.
2: okay yeah was, which is was... why which is why elongated man was my favorite character in this entire that was, series
0: uh, <laughs> i feel like fucking was i feel like Scott McCloud would be like you know the vases are sequential art so that counts as a comic
1: yeah. <laughs> um, it does but
0: Cry, there, cry. There's a weird Oh my <laughs> God. There's a weird connection to me between jazz and comic books. Mm. Here we go. Is this because you're I, from I like this. Louisiana? Cause it's because <laughs> I finally went to New Orleans. <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: because, uh, <laughs> One of your Jazz good friends. Was,
0: jazz was similar, mm-hmm. of like, it was a bunch of people figuring out this new thing that that there was a huge following for, and they were stealing from each other all the fucking time. Like, yes, a lot of it was improvised, but a lot of it was also people being like, I'm going to take that from you mm-hmm. because there's no rules right now, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do
1: something different with and it. And it's a, it's an American invention. Yeah. And it's, you know, yeah, absolutely. And it's it's a uniquely American art form is jazz, and... Uh, David's right. This is just like La La Land. No, that's
0: not what I (laughs) (laughs) mean. Oh, boy. Please Uh, continue explaining jazz to I would love to see what La La Land is to jazz. I would like to see a movie for cartoons. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Right? Some some nerd that's like nobody appreciates cartoons in this town. He's like, I yeah. got to move to Burbank and then like to go work on cartoons. No, I would love it because I feel like you yeah. two nerds are going to make that now. Yeah, great. And I, I will be cool. 100% pay to watch. All right, cool. I just think that it's important to whatever it is that you love, like to just dive into the history and just eat that shit up and yeah. just, you know, like just appreciate It and and, this uh, is a
0: thing I'm experiencing currently. Be like you, yeah. Be like you, no,
1: be just be (laughs) Be like you, too. You show up with a book,
0: yeah. Well, I'm, I'm realizing now, uh, I care a lot more about uh, finding out. The biography of the creators of the things I love. Mm -hmm. I think when I was younger, I just wanted to absorb absorb as much of what people created as possible because I liked what they made. But now I really like. On my drive here, I was listening to an audiobook biography of Charles Schulz, fascinating life, by the way. I Uh, bet. um, But like, yeah, I I wonder if this is a common thing for like fans slash people who nerds, uh, (laughs) but nerds, Nerds. but like also like people who. Are creative and, and like our sponges for that stuff. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this is a common thing of like when you get older, you kind of want to also figure out what makes the creators of that stuff tick.
1: Absolutely. Mm. I mean, my mind was blown a couple years ago when I found out that Brad Bird, the director of The Iron Giant, lost his sister to, to gun violence a few years before he started working on that movie. Oh,
0: fuck me. Holy and shit.
1: so that movie is Brad Bird asking the question if a gun had a soul, would it want to be a gun? And his answer is no. Yeah, and it's and and even Ugh, right. It's cry. just uh, it's just cry. it's incredible, and it, that makes you. me love the art even more. When you when you know you know, what, what, Brad, you human... can make all the Tomorrowlands yeah. you want. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's a even, good movie. Yeah, even right. you go back to the creators. It's not
2: great, but it's okay. <laughs> of <laughs>
1: Superman, the creators of Superman, Joe Schuster and Jerry Siegel. One of them lost a parent to an incident with a uh, with a gun. One of their uh, dads died in a heart attack with like an armed robbery. This guy pulled out a gun, and then a few years later, this guy creates a bulletproof superhero.
0: Yeah. Let's also not forget God. that like, probably all of these uh, superhero and comic book mm-hmm. creators went through a world war. And then came back, and we're like, "Totally." Now, what the fuck do totally, we do? Totally,
1: totally. All the heroes of the '60s—they're all reflections of the civil rights movement and what was happening, to, you know, yeah. it, 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 to the youth then. Uh, heroes in the '40s. Captain America has always been political. His name's fucking Captain America. <laughs> yeah, That's the point. He's yeah. you know, these characters—they're real surface level, and they're for children, and they're to teach moral lessons, right and wrong. But like, they do a lot of them have really good like backstories and points and their you know their their creators like went through some shit yeah, yeah. totally and yeah. teaching us definitely that we need more guns all over the place and everybody needs you're to be you're missing
0: armed. the met. this is Yeah, you, I don't you, think
1: you, Trump you, 2020 you, mm. When you
0: watch cartoons in the car you really me- miss yeah, what the yeah, message I think you is. do
1: yeah uh, I don't think I did at all I, I that's the only way you've seen the iron giant is just driving listening to it like yeah I got it okay cool guns cool I got yeah, it, yeah. got it yeah. while I was guns driving would, my- guns would be good friends if yeah. they
0: had souls yeah. that's yeah. what i am learning. exactly
2: <laughs> Yeah, and while uh, I was driving through L.A. in my pickup with my shotgun on the oh God. <laughs> on the gun mount in the back. Uh,
0: sorry for that jazz tangent. That's uh, a good no.
1: It's it's all connected, man. Yeah, man. When shit was happening in jazz music, some of that made its way into comics. I'm sure that there are jazz musicians today that were like, I liked comics when I was a kid, and some of that. I don't know. It's all. It's everything's connected. Yeah. So all... just
0: specifically this, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's cool that like these American art forms have that give and take to them. Absolutely. Uh,
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. It's cool, guys. And you can't yeah. fault We've all seen the founder. That guy was a piece of shit, but a good businessman. Yeah. yeah. And McDonald's does feed a lot of people. <laughs> really. I don't know. Bad and they gave stuff. to prop they gave to like charities, but they're a terrible corporation. Oh, big like Yeah. You know. America, America guys. That's that's it in a nutshell. America. So, those are three episodes from season 1. Love it. So then I picked the epilogue, the finale of season 2, and now we can go to the finale of season 3, which also works as the finale to the entire DC animated universe. From 1992, which has Batman like straight up series. a
0: curtain call at the end. It
1: does, and it's, it's fucking And perfect. it's like a significant curtain call; like yeah. it, it matters. And again, chokes me up. The last thing you see is Batman's chest, the yes. symbol. Yes, I know? thought it's about like, that too. I dude, was like,
0: "Fuck yeah, yeah!" You
1: give that last frame to the bat symbol. You have to. You have to. The last three lines are a, uh, uh, like. Giving them a head start, you're getting soft in your old age. Shouldn't Don't you have a building to leap? And then Wonder <laughs> Woman, and the adventure continues, <laughs> or whatever, like some cheesy thing, and then yeah. they, they ride off into the sunset. But this is called Destroyer, Season 3, Episode 13, written by Dwayne McDuffie. I thought you were going to say by Dwayne by the Rock Johnson. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, directed by Joaquin Dos Santos. Yeah. It aired in 2006, man. And what's I was his
0: name? Clancy, voice of like Clancy Luther. Brown, fucking perfect.
1: And Mr. Krabs.
0: And Mr. Krabs, what an awesome career! Mm-hmm. I, have mm-hmm. you guys watched Carnival, the HBO no, thing is that he in only that? got one no. season? Is
1: he in it? He's yeah, he's in
0: everything. He's fucking awesome. Yeah, in it. what a because fu- he's also just like an enormous human.
1: Yes, it's a big dude. Terrifying. Huh. Great, intimidating actor. guy. Anyway, um, he
0: he crushes yeah. it as li- like like yeah. So I kind of see like. Similar to how Mark Hamill is the definitive Joker for a lot of us, mm-hmm. I, I I see him as the definitive Lex Luthor. I can't.
1: Sometimes I can hear. Is he the same
2: one from the animated series? From the Superman? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. yeah. Clancy Brown throughout. No, that yeah. voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's he's, great. He's perfect.
1: Some like I could really go to Kevin Conroy when I'm reading like Batman comics. I'm yep. hearing Kevin. I'm not hearing Ben Affleck. I'm not same. hearing Christian Bale. And they're they're fine. Adam West for it. me. No, it's not. (laughs) Um, Superman, sometimes I hear Christopher Reeve. I could maybe even push it and hear a little bit of Henry Cavill sometimes.
2: Hmm. But with Luther, Morgan Freeman.
1: I cannot hear, well, if Lucius Fox is in the comics, certainly. No, I I hear him as Superman. You hear him as Superman? (laughs) Uh, Jesse Eisenberg is not Lex Luthor for me in my brain. It's like, it's just, that voice is just perfect for. It's, yeah. And what I love yeah. is that the three heroes of the DC universe are Superman, Batman, and Lex Luthor. And Lex kind Luther? of like cuz he's that smart and he's yeah. he's the best Superman villain, one of the best villains of the <clears throat> universe. I love that yeah, I just it's he's awesome. Um it starts with okay, here's the other reason and I love you're this. Shitting all over that redemption episode that I accidentally watched. Yeah, cuz I haven't I haven't rewatched this. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah,
0: man. That episode sucks maybe. Yeah. I don't
1: know. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> uh, Fuck. Maybe. Maybe Fuck it's you great, dudes. but Fuck you, But um <laughs> he 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 can be redeemed but also not because he's Lex Luthor. He's he's supposed to be. Yeah, no. I mean that's you know, I mean He's he's the guy. That's yeah. it. And this episode is about the ultimate endgame of the DC universe which is Darkseid. Yeah. yeah. And this thing is earned. And they led up to it from all the way from 1996 Superman the Animated Series to 10 years ago. 10 years later, 2006, here he is. He shows up for this Earth invasion. I loved Luthor recounting how they were saved by somebody's like Good being a good Samaritan when really the real... They beat the them. shit out of Light Ray from New Genesis and take yeah. his boom tube and like all the villains, you know, that's how we got to Earth. It's like somebody helped us. They just beat the crap out of yeah. him and stole this thing. Uh, uh, yeah, I did see them. Like, yeah, that's on brand. And I love... <laughs> superman's attitude in this we'll get to it but at the beginning yeah. oh come on it's lex flippin' luther yeah he can't he's like i'm he's yeah. like, We're not gonna he's trust like, lex enough luther is
0: enough you seriously. guys seriously the world is about to end
1: yeah uh uh this whole episode i picked it john was like why did you pick this one because it's just epic because now, everybody's in well, it. well i
2: asked you yeah because i didn't i like every other i mean it broke mm-hmm. the pattern everything mm-hmm. else was making us weep like mm-hmm. children and then we get to this one and i'm just like oh it's a good episode but you know, it's not. I'm not crying. I didn't feel yeah. the need sure. to.
1: But I, I do ch- choke up at the end just because well, of the, it's, the the, last, the, it's a curtain yeah. call. Yeah. Um, but all the characters that are in Cry. it, giga- Giganto, Cry. like Cry. Giganta, <laughs> slamming all the parademons, Bizarros in it, fighting like yeah. the question is just driving a car, running over Toy Man, like kills a bunch of parademons. Like that That's shit very is just. Funny. It's With just his
2: little yeah. gun. Yeah. Fucking
1: Fucking watching this,
2: I'm just like, this is just like the Batman Lego movie. Or the Lego Batman Mm -hmm. movie, where it's just like all uh, the bad guys are
1: helping out, fighting. Yeah, no,
2: no, not even that. It's just like every small character that I, because I haven't watched this series, so I see the cowboy Mm -hmm. who's just taking (laughs) out people. Yeah, Yeah. and the fucking faceless guy. The question. Yeah, the question. Uh, And I'm just, I'm just watching this. I'm like, who are are these jokes? Is this
0: Mm -hmm. like Condiment King? This is. uh, This is. I was going to say humble brag. No, this is an actual brag. Okay. Uh I asked Kevin Smith once who his favorite comic book character question. is. He, he says, says the question.
1: question. That's crazy. Mm. Isn't That's that nuts? such a nerdy like,
0: like he has a Batman podcast? Yeah,
1: exactly. I'm like, no, it's not, it's Batman. But he's just trying to be like, Oh, here's some cred. I'm Probably. Kevin Smith. I know who the question well, feel, is. Feel better,
0: <laughs> Kevin. Feel better.
1: Yeah, feel feel better. I think he's yeah. he's he's doing good. The he's update home. Is he's doing good. He's home, yeah. Uh again, Superman's attitude. Somebody says like uh, Do you
2: know what happened
0: again? I don't think I know what happened. He had he a heart, heart, attack. heart attack. No, dude. Kevin Smith. Yeah. But
1: he's he's home. All right. Be safe. Everybody's, you know, I think he's going to be a vegetarian now. Yeah. Cool. That's the plan.
2: Hey, I know what it feels
1: like. (laughs) Superman in this says, I'll take some of that action when they're like, we don't know food,
2: but, you know, like he just his attitude is great. Yeah. That reminded me of uh, Ocean's Eleven, which Mm -hmm. is like 10 sissy shorts and it's just like 20.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's what it Uh, is. That's what it is. uh, Uh, The voice of Darkseid is Michael Ironside. Yeah. And it's one of my favorite. I'm Michael Ironside. <laughs> yeah. Just that, like, I will now end you, Kryptonian. Uh, the way he talks. That's such and a then good voice. He gives a speech to Superman, and he says, let's go. And that is mirroring a speech that Superman gives to him in an early Justice League mm. episode. Superman says, let's go. Like, So they're kind of, again, doing a, just a bunch of callbacks. I and, don't
0: remember which dark side fight it is, mm-hmm. but there's one uh, where the storyboard for the fight sequence is so perfect yeah. that uh, I remember it uh, seeing, like, 10th generation photocopies of it being passed around uh wow. the avengers tv show that I, was wow. with, that I was a pa on because like which avengers it show? was like a bible basically sure of being th- like how to do this action. is how the fucking masters do it
1: uh was it avengers assemble or was uh, it earth's Mightiest, Mightiest heroes? heroes that's such a good show yeah that's such a great show yeah yeah but no but yeah
0: like that that's that's how highly regarded this shit yeah, is yeah
1: that's awesome did yeah. you steal it that's great
0: I think I do. I think I do have, have a copy they're of copies, it are Copies copies of copies. Yeah. I just, I mean, f- fuck it. It was my job to make copies. Yeah. yeah. So uh, here we go. Just <laughs> I do think pocketed I pocketed one for myself. Yeah.
1: Um, Green Lantern and Flash's banter was amazing. Yes. When Green Lantern, like, does the catapult and Flash is like, oh, cool. And then they launch it and it's like. Just uh. him
0: being like, throw mm-hmm. it into the sun?
1: I don't know, guys. Yeah. And it's and like, yeah. Uh, it didn't quite hit escape velocity. And then it's like, nope. And then it hits, like, the <laughs> yeah. spaceship, like. It's it's because Green Lantern and the Flash, whatever versions of those characters, are always like best always buds. Buddies. Like well, love I that. Well, I mean,
2: there's always you know Green Arrow too. They like well, mix and mingle
1: their. Now because Green Arrow, it, it it traditionally has been Green Arrow and Green Lantern were buddies. Yeah. But now because Green Arrow was a show before the Flash show, they're like, well, nah, now you guys are best friends all the time. Oh, no, it's like I, okay, yeah, no, that's but fine.
2: I, I'm calling back to the comics. That's okay. Because I remember. It was a lot of like team ups of them Mm -hmm. uh
1: adam and Hawkman is another big team up there's a there's a bunch there's a bunch uh i want to see plastic man and elongated man i want to see that hell yeah yeah
0: plastic man i feel like would be such a fun show
1: yeah and they did they did a couple shorts and i think um uh Tom Kenny did the voice of Plastic Man in some cool. shorts for stuff. and I they, were, they were kind of like John Chris Vellussi style, like Ren and Stimpy-ish. Oh, that's cool. Kind of. I
0: wonder if that was them adapting. Kyle Baker did yes, a run. Yes, I think it was. And those were really cool and cartoony.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a uh, Plastic Man commemorative plate that mm-hmm. I had bought
1: from the WB store. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. I, I love Plastic <laughs> Man. I love it. Yeah. Uh, He's not really in this show too much. but um, uh, I want to yeah.
0: talk about Lex... Being a cocky piece
1: of shit, Uh, and
0: and what's his name? Who's who's bringing him to uh,
1: Metron? Metron. Metron, who's voiced by? uh, I think he's voiced by. Let me see here. I have a. I have the notes here. Uh, Shit, 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 shit. Where did I put it? Him being Um, that smart. Oh yeah, Metron. We
0: referenced this earlier too.
1: Daniel Day Kim Kirby
0: designs up the Waz for the the drills.
1: Fucking uh, amazing. Yeah yeah, yeah. But Metron is voiced fucking by Daniel Day Kim from Lost, <laughs> oh, okay. who plays Jin, and he also did the voice of uh, John Jones's secret identity. In China Oh Which God. is great Also so, come on So good I'm sorry so I was good. watching that and I'm just like The old guy the, Ch- the old Chinese guy he That just, flies up in there He's like I have to go And like goes and like so, Starts beating the shit Out of parody means What were you thinking
2: I'm, I'm watching it And I'm <laughs> like I see him like With his wife And she's like I need to help Yeah, And I'm just like Oh it's gonna be like Some like They're showing Like the unity of everything Like mm-hmm. it's a It's a world ending event It's so just like, a guy <laughs> So like So like old No so like old Superheroes like come out And I'm just like mm. Who the fuck is he I don't know who he mm-hmm. is and he turns into a dragon, and I'm just like, oh, it's some superhero from China that we don't know mm-hmm. and is a dragon. And then he shapeshifts again, and I'm just like, wait, what is going on? It's like mm-hmm. five then,
1: twists on top of it. And each then twist.
2: fucking John Johns comes out, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you were living as an old man yeah. with an old wife? Yeah, it man. was awesome. Like, there's,
1: ugh, there's an earlier John. episode in Justice League. Where John Jones, the Martian Manhunter... I will set you on fire every time I see you. <laughs> he, le- he leaves the team because he feels like he lost his humanity because he's up in the watchtower the whole time just like sending everybody out on missions and shit. So he leaves, and he's gone for a long time. So and that's no why one Wonder noticed. Woman... No one noticed. Is, uh, <laughs> yeah. They notice because he's a heavy hitter. Yeah. But Wonder Woman's yeah. so happy to see him. And what I love is that like, we'll because he can, he can shapeshift, he falls in love with an old Chinese woman in China. Yeah. So to like match her, he's like, well, I'll be an old Chinese man. And then if you notice this... Before, in other versions of the character, he's ta- he speaks with such a cadence and it's very detached. And the, the, even the way that he uses his words is broken up in this very alien way. Yeah when he sees Wonder Woman again, and it's the same voice, John Jones, he's like, I've got a lot to talk to you about. I can't wait to catch up, but for now, let's get back into it. And and you're like, he's more human. He sounds more human, which is a great payoff. He's he's like, let's do coffee. This will be fun. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I'm so happy to see you. It's me, Martian Manhunter. It's me. We'll catch catch up later. Him Uh turning into that dragon, I think, was also a reference to the opening titles of justice league the first two seasons where like they had those cg oh, like yeah. bum, bum, those didn't hold bum, up bum, bum, bum. they didn't but one of them um was like a like a chinese dragon and then it turns into the eye of martian manhunter and it's like i'm a shapeshifter and it's like oh, he never yeah. did that in the entire show no. until the last episode he turns into that fucking dragon that's pretty awesome which is great um you know what this just made me remember that i
2: really want to cover on this mm. podcast mm. soon the Jackie Chan Adventures. Oh, that's oh a great show. Boy. That fucking... Uh, I
1: I watched every episode. Five seasons. It's I, a phenomenal show. I, I loved it. S-
2: I can still chant and do the one-legged dance. Oh, yeah. sao. But... love oh. Jackie Chan
1: Adventures. Hey, Jackie. Yes.
2: Bad day, bad day, bad day, bad day. Bad day. Yeah, bad day. yeah, it's so good.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, so Batman just, like, jumping on Darkseid is nuts because, yeah. you know, and then the way Superman talks about him where he goes, that man won't quit as long as he can still draw a breath. None of my teammates will. I mean, cry, cry this part, cry, cry, okay, cry, cry, cry. this isn't a cry part, but this is just like a, oh, fuck.
0: Yes, the let loose. None of
1: us were taking Superman seriously ever because yeah. he says, me, I got a different problem. I feel like I live in a world made of cardboard, always taking constant care not to break something, to break someone. Never allowing myself to lose control, even for a moment, or someone could die. But you can take it, can't you, big man? Punches him. What we have here is a rare opportunity for me to cut loose and show you just how powerful I really am. And then, like, the most epic fucking punch.
2: It's awesome.
1: (laughs) This is incredible. uh,
2: uh, My friend Seek, uh, I don't know if you know Seek or not. He used to work at Golden Apple. uh, I don't know if you know Um, him.
0: Does he like comics? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: He wrote a few of them. Um, Cool. but he had a superman podcast way mm-hmm. back and uh i reviewed All-Star Superman mm. uh which dealt with like this of him just always like having like kick gloves and just barely touching anything mm-hmm. and like reading that comic was so fucking mind-blowing for me appreciating superman mm-hmm. with just being like oh my god you're just walking on eggshells yeah like
1: every second like of every how day How do you even have sex with Lois Lane? Like you're yeah. so very careful he and quiet. It. They yeah. just caress each other.
0: Yeah, He's like, "I hope you enjoyed it cuz I certainly did not." Yeah. <laughs> I was
1: very careful. Yeah. Are you okay? He just Is he, everything okay. He essentially yeah. just
2: lays there and yeah, she exactly. just goes bug wild. Yeah, and, then wild. She, yeah,
1: and then she just does the, the gets the job done and she's like, "Woo, great." And he's like, and "Cool. He's, okay, good." He's like I could have killed you if yeah. I came. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, gross. Uh, I had to
2: think about baseball this entire but
1: time. But this <laughs> moment, guys, like Superman, the animated series theme is playing as he's giving the speech. And this thing, when this aired, well, you're describing that comic book moment for you, this was this was what this episode did for me. It, it did it kind of unlocked something in my brain of the character of Superman at yeah. the power level, at that kind of, and it, it it informs his character in a lot of ways too. That little speech that he delivers and it's fucking great. It was he revelatory just, for he me. He just
2: went like Super Saiyan, which was yes, which just, like up just to that like, point I've been holding back this entire yep. time, and his hair just goes blonde. <laughs> up to that point, <laughs> yeah. everybody's
1: like, "Oh, dude, Goku versus Superman, Goku kick his ass." But then this episode aired, and I was like, "You know what?"
2: That'd be a good fight. I'm like, (laughs) I don't
1: know, dude. I might... mm." If Superman cuts loose, I think Goku's a better fighter. He has more skills, but Superman is just... I mean, his power level yeah. is over nine thousand. Can, I, fucking loose. can yeah. I be
2: honest with you? Yeah. I badmouthed. Uh, I did plug your uh, podcast uh, when you interviewed the uh, on last episode. Uh, you interviewed the uh, creators oh, the, uh, for Avatar. Uh, uh,
0: yeah. Oh, great, great,
2: great. great. Um, but I also shit on Dragon Ball Z compared to like the fights. <laughs> That's fine. In Avatar. Avatar you...
1: fights are really fucking. They're amazing. Cool. <laughs> yeah. They're amazing. And yeah. then Korra, Legend of Korra. They they do some great stuff uh, there. I choreography. Seen it. They what? do. Yeah. I, I have Korra so. Hagrid. Uh, yeah they do. <laughs> and the choreography in this show is good. Too. It's just yeah. confident man. It's just like you said, it's like masters at work. they just yeah. know how to knock it out. What you got to watch is Dragon Ball Z Kai. It's how an edited new... version of, oh. the, of Dragon Ball Z because mm-hmm. they cut out – they trim all, all the filler? fat. filler? Yes. All they the... literally trim out all the filler. Listen, no. Yes, listen, they I... literally trim it out. There's even a joke where Goku and Vegeta are, like, staring down. It's this classic fight from, you know, the first season or whatever. And Goku just starts monologuing, like, well, 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 if it isn't and – and Goku's like, enough talk. And they just start hitting <laughs> it. And, you know, that's how they edited it. So Dragon L- Ball Z, Kai, L- that's the way to go.
2: Listen, okay. I, I, I know I look very young. I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, I grew up in the time where I was going to Suncoast Video every week to buy the new video releases of oh, Dragon damn. Ball as it was coming out. Wow. Um, and, you know, they all had the side yeah. art on the boxes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know you know, nerd, because you're the Too same much. way. Are you ready for uh, this?
0: Sorry. I no. I'm, I'm cutting you off. And no, I it's fine.
2: Uh, uh, you're kying me. <laughs> I want to see, yes. Yeah. I'm trimming the fat. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, was, talk. Uh, <laughs> there was There was
0: a. Uh, fuck, I think it was like third or fourth grade for me. Uh, my best friend in elementary school was... Uh, Vegeta. Was Nobuyushi Akizawa, straight from Japan. Cool. Like, like so just, he had the hookups. Just okay English. He mm-hmm. had the hookups. Yeah. He showed me my very first Dragon Ball Z comic, yeah. and I was like, what the fuck is yep. this?
2: I love it. Uh, Andy Bonzakowski, who... <laughs>
1: is uh, also from Japan, half Korean. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, so
2: that's where I got my, yeah, <laughs> my I got friend.
1: mine from Mexican television
2: oh. because when,
1: when you grew up in San Diego, you can also get Spanish channels with that like had a sound or whatever. So great. Uh, it was great. It was <laughs> Dragon Ball Zeta and they were oh airing episodes in Spanish did of it, like the Majin Buu saga, like years before the U S had that. So like, so like Mexicans like love Dragon Ball Z. Did it, it huge. sound like a soccer game? Did it sound like a soccer game? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They said, Goal! Instead of saying Kamehameha, they exactly, Goal is Lassimo! (laughs) That's what they said, yeah.
0: Uh, That's awesome.
2: Oh, my God. But, yeah, Dragon Ball. I remember Uh, that. We're going to have to bring you back for that. For Dragon Ball? That'd be great. That'd be great. We've got I have a couple of fave
1: episodes of that, yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: Ify and Danny.
1: The last way... yeah, Yeah, those guys would be good. The last few moments of... First of all, first of all, Lex Luthor showing up in that suit.
2: We are... Metron talking about this for 20 minutes. Metron (laughs) takes him away, but
1: when Darkseid's like about to kill Superman or something, like Darkseid's coming back, Lex Luthor shows up because he's like, "I'm not finished with you," or whatever. And Lex Luthor, you just hear him like, "As as fun as that would be, like, "Uh, you've got some unfinished business with me." And he walks up wearing the suit that he had in Superman the animated series, not that cool like Justice League, Super Friends, evil Lex Luthor villain. It's just like the power. He says, "I had to get my power suit." Yeah. And he shows up and then he has the anti-life Which equation. Which is also
0: like a good way of underlining the fact that like he's just a fucking guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: He, but he's going to kill Darkseid. Yeah. And himself because he, like Metron said, you got to be a 12th level intellect to even understand what I'm about to show you. And he's like, fine. And then I'm overqualified. <laughs> show me the fucking yeah. thing. You know who
2: I am? <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh, revealed by the show creators, what ends up happening is he shows Darkseid the thing he wants, the anti-life equation. And they're both staring at it, and he's like, isn't it beautiful? Yes. Yes, it is. And then it's this weird thing we could never understand. They disappear. They die. There's a big crater. There's a big bomb. They both die. They become part of something called the source wall, which is the wall oh, in DC where Comics they, the, where, they're where they're all you saw. St- stuck on there, um, the thing that he saw. They this, become a part of it, which yeah. is like the end of the universe or the end of their universe. And it's hinted, I think, that beyond that is like our world because like we created – yeah, it's like it's like Whoa. Jack Kirby or like you know whatever That's cool. like that kind of a thing. Um, so they become part of the Source Wall, and then they will then guard the anti-life equipment, just like kind of being stuck in there, um, which is fucking crazy comic book shit. That but is crazy. I love the way that it ends. That it's Lex Luthor that ends up basically yeah. saving the universe, like saving the Earth.
0: And I love that the Justice League uh, kind of
1: recaps where they're like, "So is he dead? Probably not, right? Yeah, but, he'll but he'll like be back. what happened? You guys? He'll be back. It's probably okay, and we'll be ready. Yeah. yeah. And then the finale, the finale where they give the villains five minutes head start and that then one Woman's like four minutes 50 seconds yeah. and Atomic Skull's like oh shit like they just run like did just yeah. see bad guys run it's like Sinestro can fly but he's like running like yeah. oh no <laughs> like it's so stupid and yeah. silly but again so cocky yeah. and the way that the heroes run down the stairs they represent different eras of Justice League different creators like the question is running next to like other characters that Steve Ditko created that are now DC characters. I think Commander Steel might have been in there. Um, there's an era that's like the Justice League Detroit era when they were based in Detroit. Oh, shit. There's just, which has like Vibe and Gypsy. And Everybody all these had like cars. Elongated <laughs> Man, I think. Uh, Aquaman may have been there. Then there's like Justice League International, which has Booster Gold and like Fire and Ice and, and, and I think maybe Guy Gardner. I don't know. And then like the main seven. And again, the last shot you see is just Batman's chest. Yeah. So good. Come on. The amount like... The amount of
0: love put into the... Like, it's clearly made by people who... Fucking nerds. Yeah, it's, it's made by nerds who have loved this shit forever and want to, like, do right by it. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh, going into the uh, whole thing about Lex
2: Luthor... Uh, just jumping back to the, uh, episode that I watched that was wrong. Oh God, John, All right. here no, we okay, go. Okay, great. It, here it, it is. It, it I'm had, having one of these you know, two. It, go ahead, John. It go had ahead. a great moment in it that I think you'll appreciate because mm-hmm. they like, they find out like John is talking to Oa and he's just, he's just like, Hey, I need to, I need a, I need some time off. Can Kyle come and like cover mm-hmm. my shift? Mm-hmm. And they're just like, fuck you. I know you're dealing with shit. Man up. You're the fuck you. And then all of a sudden, like, the alarm goes off, the android's coming and destroys Oa, mm-hmm. <laughs> and is coming to Earth to destroy Earth and uh, and get Lex. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, oh, shit, we need to find Luther. we need to, like, get him to find a way to destroy this android. Uh, and they go, and <laughs> Lex is being interviewed about his, like, redemption, mm-hmm. and he's just like, I'm just trying to be good. Uh, and just fucking Supergirl and Steel come and they just in the middle of like his garden when he's being interviewed. Just like, they, they're yeah. just like, "Hey, fuck you! Come with us! Yeah, <laughs> just pick him up, fly off." And Lex is just like, "Oh, okay. Here, I'll take you to my secret base where you know we can hide out." Mm-hmm. And they take he takes them to a barber shop. Mm-hmm. Bald Lex Luthor, and they're oh, just yeah. like, and Steel's just like, well, you got it right. No one would picture you coming here. Yeah, <laughs> and he's just, they, they walk yeah, in, he he's just like, okay, let's get this activated. He walks over <laughs> the, the barber, like, <laughs> and it's one of the most comedic things that I've seen in a long time. Because the barber's just like, okay, sit down. Like, sits down. And All of a sudden, like, this egg comes up, mm-hmm. closes around him, and shoots him down in, like, an escape pod. And the barber's just like, oh,
1: just runs away. It feels him. like a Nick Fury reference. Could be. Possibly. Or maybe Austin Powers. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> or that
2: or, egg. that. or that. It was, like, an egg-shaped, like, ball that, like, mm-hmm. throws him down
1: like a chute. Didn't Nick mm-hmm.
0: Fury have, like, he a secret did. barbershop entrance? He'd, yeah, actually, probably. they
1: did. For S.H.I.E.L.D., 100%, yeah. that's a Nick Fury reference. Yeah. Uh-huh. Damn. See, you gotta love both, man. <laughs> you got to got to love both got to know where that shit comes from
2: but like the barber runs off comedically like ooh superheroes and fucking it's just the funniest thing cuz it's just lex luthor running away and just basically he hmm. gets into this little command post that has like six doors that like shut behind him and just like mm-hmm. oh god nobody can get through here and there's just he gets into the main room and there's just this enormous cannon that's pointing at the doors and he's just like sitting there just like it's going to happen any second now <laughs> and he's just ready to shoot whatever comes through and Adam comes off of his like shoulder and just gets big and he's just like ugh we already knew you were going to do this <laughs> and he's just like okay you and I need to come up with how to beat this guy who's just nanotechnology <laughs> Uh, so now that we're locked in here, can we just work? And yeah, it was very... And it's Lex, basically...
0: Dude, stop trying to sell us on this episode, all right? It's, we didn't watch
2: it. Listen, I listen to you explain jazz to me again. <laughs> <laughs> here, look, here's the thing about jazz.
0: It's a conversation.
2: <laughs> uh, we get it. You love La La Land. Uh, <laughs> no, all right. It should have won Best Picture. No, like that you is keep saying, not what I keep saying. White people created <laughs> jazz. All right. That's what I keep saying. Um
1: Yeah, I'm looking up, and I can't see that it was for sure a Nick Fury reference, but I'm positive that it was. I feel like, But there's some fun stuff in that episode, like um, the first time that Steel from Superman, the animated series, shows up in Justice League. And Phil Lamarr replaces original voice actor Michael Dorn,
2: who you know as Worf
1: from Star Trek The Next Generation. And Terry McGinnis replaces an actor named Michael P. Greco, who did Kyle Rayner in the Superman show. So So Will Friedle. Sorry, did I say Terry McGinnis? I meant yeah. Wildfordell, the voice of Terry McGinnis Batman <laughs> Beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, you can say Terry Kyle Rayner for like I had no moment, idea who Matt. you were talking about. Yeah, 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 Wildfordell. So, anyway, guys, okay, final thoughts. Justice League Unlimited is fucking great. <laughs> yeah. It means a lot to me because I care immensely about these characters and as I get older, I just appreciate them more. Um, And I think that this is the best iteration of these characters in a lot of ways, even more than the comics, because they have the advantage of being able to reflect on the comics and be like, well, what worked and what didn't? Let's streamline it. Let's put it in this massive story. And it's still entertaining single episodes. It's not like I don't think you need to watch every episode to watch some of them again. I've I've, I've, I've handed my buddy the Booster Gold episode when my friend Alex Puccinelli, who's an actor, Booster Gold. Pooch. That's who he is. Pooch was like, hit me up, he goes, hey man, you know about comics, and I'm trying to get into them, but like, are there any characters that haven't been played that you think I'd be good for? Pooch is like six foot three, blonde, blue eyes, funny as fuck, and fit. And I went, yeah, watch this episode of Justice League Unlimited. And then he comes back to me, he goes, this is my favorite character. Yeah, like ever, like I want, I need to play him, and he's been like gunning for the role. I asked him to appear as Booster Gold. We made him a shitty little Booster Gold shirt with sunglasses and stuff for him to be in my videos that I sent as like audition pieces to DC for them to hire me as like a like a correspondent on their on their stuff. And like, he's played Booster Gold in my little videos, and it's super fun because he's like he's like ah, I need your help, Hector. You gotta help me save the time stream, and I'm like it's it's great, it's so great. (laughs) He's kind
2: of a like an
1: he's perfect for Booster Gold. He's Booster Gold, but it's
2: also. Booster is a great, like, hero for actors to love, too. Yes. Yes. Because they get get,
1: that world, but they still has that redemptive arc. And specifically with Pooch, with my buddy Alex Puccinelli, he played football in college. And had kind of like an injury type of a, you know. Oh, yeah. And Booster Gold played football in college in the future, but bet money on his own games. And that's what got him booted out of the league. And so he okay. got a shit job at, as a janitor at, like, the Superhero Museum. And then there, when he was at Rock Bottom, steals a superhero costume, a superhero ring, a superhero... And he's like, I'm just going to go back in time and make it there. So, like, Pooch is like, dude, this guy, I get him. Like, he's <laughs> like, I get it. And I'm like, yeah. great.
2: I do kind of like that origin story. It's great. Yeah, it's Booster cool. Gold's a
1: fantastic character. It's,
0: it's kind of... Back to the Future meets a uh, superhero meets a uh, uh, piece of shit celebrity. Yeah, <laughs> like, yes, it's exactly. a lot of cool ideas. In,
1: in comic books, when Superman was killed by the monster Doomsday, because Booster Gold comes from the future, and at that point, some people didn't believe him when he's like, I'm from the future. They're like, yeah, whatever. You're just a guy with like a powered suit. Like, sure, yeah. sure, sure. He's like one of the first people that shows up on the scene because he sees this monster rampaging through Metropolis, and he knows, he goes, oh, my God this is like that's doomsday and he shows up and he i think he like accidentally names the creature doomsday because nobody had uttered it but Uh, because he knows he knew doomsday from history he was like this is doomsday this is the day superman dies and they're like whatever and he's like one of the first people on the scene and doomsday beats the shit out of him but like he was a hero because he was one of the first but like he tried to stop this thing from happening but it couldn't he couldn't stop it
2: uh cool I, i can't wait for you to show your clone this someday
1: Clone? You mean my yeah. child, Your children's?
2: You're Terry McGinnis. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm
1: not gonna have a kid normally. I'm gonna. Cl- I'm just gonna like come up to a guy, like inject him with my DNA. Like yeah. you're me now. Go have two kids. I'll. Well, take, I'll take care yeah. of that. Well, <laughs> your de- Your DNA is all over town. Yeah. Uh, uh, not remotely I like what that. I meant. Because <laughs> you're a busy man. Is there anything yes. you'd like to plug? Yeah, I'd like to plug that I shoot my jizz everywhere around oh, town. Oh, babies. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, oh my
2: God, is that what this is? Thank you guys
1: for letting me come on and talk about. This seemed like the no-brainer pick for me, but then when I watched these five episodes, I was like, I love this show, and it's hugely impactful to me, Mm -hmm. and still I keep going back to it like, they did it right, man. They did it right and it took them years to earn some of the stuff in this later. Yeah, that is you know. a
0: cool thing to see. Like it's th- these people, the creators of this show and and the creative team behind it. This is like them hitting their stride. Mm-hmm. They're like, "We know these characters very well. We've mm-hmm. been making these types of shows for a very long time. Mm-hmm. We're going to like kind of experiment with the cool types of different stories we tell." Mm-hmm. Uh like Play with them tonally, too. Yep. Like, Booster Gold is a very funny episode, like we were talking yep. about. Um, yeah, it's cool. This is them hitting their, their stride, and it's cool to see that. Yeah.
1: And I hope, I hope that someday the movies for these characters can get to some of these levels, because they deserve it. The characters deserve it. The characters are phenomenal. And it's already kind of been done, because all of these people did it, and yeah, they it knocked it out of the park, man. it
2: felt very, uh, since I never watched this, it did feel like uh, Young Justice, too. Great. Uh, which made me want to. Did you hear a buzzing too, or some squeaking?
1: There was okay. a like a pipe thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a stroke. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Young Justice is good, but a yeah. lot of Young Justice owes what it owes to yeah, to no. like Justice League. Like, That's yeah, why I'm just. Know. I yeah. saw
2: like the like the Matrix flowing mm-hmm. through it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Is Young Justice coming back? Yes, Netflix? it is, for season three. Okay. I don't think Netflix... I think it's going to come back on DC's new platform that they're going to put out, oh, but Another it'll platform. be on Netflix internationally, just like Star Trek Discovery is on Netflix oh. internationally, but on CBS's app in uh, the US. Sure. God damn it. Mm-hmm. So. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Uh, but what do you have to plug for yourself? I would like people to
1: check out a podcast I started with my roommate, my buddy, Keller Knobloch. It's, it's so called good. the 500 Greatest Films Podcast. Mm. It's very good. This is a, do you know about this? Mm. You should come on it in <clears> a yeah. couple of months because we're kind of booked. But this uh, dude, what you, are you going to come on and talk about? you got
2: 10 years to... The big red one? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here's the, the
1: premise. Keller and I, uh, we love movies. We found, I have a list that I've been carrying around since 2008. Out of a magazine that is the 500 greatest films of all time. I told this you he AFI? loves. This is Empire magazine. I told you he British loves magazines lists. Yeah. love lists. That and would be like, your,
2: that would be your supervillain.
1: Came out 10 years ago. The yeah, list maker. The list maker. And I'd be like, oh, don't fucking get in the way of my list because I'll get it done. <laughs> you just made my list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's my catchphrase. You just made my list. Yeah. Your cape is just a bunch of yeah. Uh, uh, it's like names Santa. And... No, <laughs> a different kind of list. But um, I did the math. If I watch, if Keller and I watch a movie a week it's ridiculous it will take us 10 years to go to get through 500 films yeah that's 50 movies a year roughly yeah so 2 years is 100 10 you'll years you'll be making
0: is podcasts up until the point where we don't listen to them we inject them
1: yeah, yeah. I'm excited about it sure why not yeah. the Simpsons went from DVD to Blu-ray to I don't know whatever <laughs> streaming um, so, uh, yeah, so John's going to be on there soon. We're talking about the movie The Big Red One. It's weird. I have it's, no
2: idea what it is. It's a war, right.
1: war, war, war movie. There's a bunch of movies that I've never heard of, and there's a bunch, of course, that I love, and we talk about, and it's just crazy to see... Just to see anything that's old, because none of the movies are going to be newer than 2008. Right. The most yeah. recent movie on the on the list, I think, is like The Dark Knight.
0: That's the,
2: interesting. The fucking mm-hmm. list is full of such it's garbage crazy. movies. Yeah.
1: that should not be on. it. Really? and then great list. ones too, and then great ones like Superman number,
2: Returns is on there.
1: Superman Returns. Is and, on there. And
2: it gets huh. higher than mm-hmm. what else?
1: Uh, Ocean's Eleven remake <laughs> is number 500. Great movie. Bullshit. I like it.
2: Bullshit. I like Ocean's it. Ocean's Eleven should be
1: way higher. I, I'll <laughs> give you that. It's a fun time. <laughs> it's a fun time. Yeah. And then the movie Saw is $4.99.
0: <laughs> What's happening here? It's there. Mm. <laughs> a lot it's of painful stuff. It's what made you look at this list and be like, well, I've got to?
1: Because I had seen a bunch, but there's also just a ton of movies that I've never seen, never heard of, never, you know... And I just love talking about movies. Yeah. And yeah. I love just ingesting art and dissecting it and analyzing it. And, and Keller's the same way. We both love sitting there talking about it. We love watching bad movies, too, because yeah. you, just, you, know, cause you you still get something out of it. Yeah. and um, Especially when it's with a
2: friend and you just yes. make fun of it.
1: So our idea is like, yeah. okay, we'll have a different guest on each week. To, to, like tomorrow we're going to watch, or rather Sunday we're watching Ben-Hur. Oh. which I'd never seen It's a three and a half hour fucking movie it's a good cool. one uh, who's the guest? We'll, we'll talk about it Emmy Vorpel is gonna be the guest oh, okay. from Geek and Sundry in different places so like yeah we did a movie about misogynist men written or directed and written I think by Neil LeButt who just got that. fired from, from uh, New York playwright land he did a bunch of movies and they're all he's just like a shitty dude that was, so, my, that was my top ten list. All that the, movie in the company of men. So Keller and I were like, we let's we got to bring on a woman because there's no way there's no way it can yeah. be just two dudes or three dudes. Like, yeah, let's talk about. So like, it was you shitting on that movie for the God, entire time, man, which I love.
2: It's two guys who are trying to like have They're sex with a coworker worker who's just deaf.
0: And then That's br- the whole plot?
1: Yes. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: When did this come out?
1: 1997.
0: Fuck
2: that. Mm-hmm. It came out in 2017. And people oh were like, boy. it's
1: brilliant satire. I'm like, it's not satire, dude. The it's guy who wrote this and directed this is a movie. piece of shit. And it's wish fulfillment of like, I'm going to date a woman and fuck her and then break her heart just because. And Cause she's going to be deaf. And it's, it's gonna be great. Awful, yeah, no, awful, it's horrible. Awful, awful. Cool, dude. Yeah, yeah. But hope people are watching along with us every week, <laughs> watching the movies, and uh, you know. But no, it's fun. It's we've been getting some good responses, and there's the most popular one I think is Superman Returns because most people have seen that. It's a lot of fun, because yeah.
2: And I mean, you and Keller are just fun together.
1: Everybody's. Like, one guy was like, "Don't talk about like just review the movie. Don't talk about the the politics of it." I'm like, "This movie was directed by Brian Singer, starring Kevin Spacey. We, you, I oh, can't like Wait, you can't hold on. watch this anymore. Like hold it's on. like yeah. you, we have to talk about this." Wait,
2: Did that Trump supporter have a problem with (laughs) that?
1: I don't think he did, but his his profile picture was like, I think he had like a little baby crocodile. It was really it was like it was like him with like a hat and a crocodile, and was like, "Come on, man, don't be political." And I think Keller was like, "Dude, you should have," because he was like, "I stopped listening after ten minutes," and Keller was like, "You should have kept listening." We started talking about crocs like immediately, (laughs) talking about crocodiles. It was great. I would have loved it. I feel (laughs) like
2: that's a character from Dick and Johnson. Could have been. I don't know, but
1: um, but still, we had a nice little back and forth, and like, you guys are great. You have a very good. You can't. You're Sounds like a good cast. Funny. Richard yeah. Roper was like, I don't let how I feel about actors or people like let me influence my. And now he's dead. My uh, what did that no, get him? No, no, Is Richard Roper. I know, I'm kidding. You dick. <laughs> Rest in peace, Ebert. You were wrong about video games, but I still loved you, bud. Rest in peace. Um, but I, I, I you, you don't watch anything in a vacuum. Yeah, That's not I, how that works. I, like, I, let it affect you. Like, how, you know. I agree. I don't think. Uh, I don't. I don't think that's how art works. No. Yeah. I mean, again, like as yeah. I was
0: just saying, I feel like I'm I'm now trying to figure out who the people are that make the stuff I like. For sure, because that's a big part of it.
1: Yeah. Separating art from the artist is a huge. It's a great discussion. I think it's different on a, on each case. I can't watch Chinatown and uh, and separate it from Roman Polanski. That's one yeah. I can't do. I can watch Tom Cruise movies, and be like. You're a Scientologist, and I might disagree with some of that stuff, and might yeah. be a little kooky. But I'm like, you, you're very you good action movie. 130%. Like you're amazing. Like I think he's a great actor. And yeah. I haven't delved deep into
0: into what he's done sure. for the church, but I don't think he's done anything he's, evil. He's yeah. pretty.
2: Pretty shit. Like I've I dived he, into the church a lot. He's, yeah. yeah, he's not great. All right. Well, uh, don't ruin mean, don't ruin yeah. it for me. Don't ruin it. No, no yeah. but he, yeah, no. Uh, he still does a lot of good, like mm-hmm. uh, philanthropically, mm-hmm. and like he tries to be Superman, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's like Lex Luthor being Superman, <laughs> sort of to a certain extent. <laughs> wow. All right. Wow. Well, uh-huh. uh, come at me, Miss Gavage, You <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. No, it's uh, it's a great podcast
1: yeah
2: I like it a lot thanks man I look forward to really being on it, it. And, it's gonna be fun uh, what else do you have to plug because you do 150 goddamn that's things that's it we'll leave
1: it at that all the time we'll leave it at that cool. and, and again thank uh, you guys for hanging out on a Friday night thank you and, dude and, no, thank and you. let me gush about how much I love Justice League Unlimited it's a great show I'm gonna let you borrow it, John so you can watch it
2: okay I'll let you borrow Tomorrowland and cool.
0: uh, what are you gonna borrow
1: um, what do you watch right now you're good you got your podcasts and your audiobooks.
0: Yeah. books uh, yeah do you wanna borrow this audio book <laughs> <laughs>
2: About the... Uh Trail I trail. still gotta.
0: I just got the Samurai Jack Blu-rays. I gotta
1: watch. Mm. I gotta go through those. Oh man, it's mm-hmm. so gorgeous.
2: It's but so you pretty. saw that when you and Heather came
1: over. Yes, yeah. I was just watching it here. So, lots like, of filler, but that last season is tight. It's incredible. Oh hell yeah! <laughs>
0: I haven't seen no. any
2: of the last season.
1: It's yeah, it <laughs> it's it's good, and I cool. I want to rewatch it just because I feel like the last season will hit harder if you sat and watched everything up to that.
0: Yeah, I say mm-hmm. this now, and who knows how I'll feel mm-hmm. once I get into it. I don't mind filler on a. Mm-hmm. Sh- on a show that looks that fucking good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Even
1: when Jack's a chicken, you're like, damn, that's well animated. Yeah. He's a chicken now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, Jack is... at the rave. Sure,
0: he's at a rave. It's dumb he's at a rave, but all the character design is fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. <laughs> yep. It's perfect.
2: Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, oh,
1: goodbye, my bitches.
2: <laughs> Farewell, bitches.
1: Uh, my bitches, thank you so much for listening and hope to hear from you soon, my bitches. And you're the best, my bitches. I'm uh, sorry Riva for saying Dirty. bitches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll
2: see you next week. Uh, rate and review us. One more, bitches.
1: Adios, bitches. <laughs> oh, no, a river was better.
2: Screw <laughs> it, screw it. We're just going to talk about
1: Spider-Man. Hi, this is Will Hines. And this is Kevin Hines. We are co hosts of the podcast Screw It. We're just going to talk about Spider Man. You love Spider Man. So listen to us as we go over his original 1960s comic books where you'll meet all of these characters for the very first time Dr. Octopus, Aunt May, J. Jonah Jameson, Fancy Dan. Also, we're brothers, so that's cool. Yeah, listen to Screw It. We're just going to talk about Spider Man. New episodes every Wednesday on Campfire Media. <laughs> Campfire.